Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Oblivion Show, guys. Um, it's the last Wednesday of the month and we're back again with your favorite show. Um, hope you're all well. I can see the, the chat is filling up fucking awesome. If you are over at um, Facebook, come over to YouTube. That's where the cool chats are and the high quality content if you want better sounding, better looking stream. Okay, without further ado, I'm going to get on with episode 12 of the Oblivion Show, and I'm going to welcome my co-host, Greg Dolphin, and our special guest, Nils, a.k.a. Emission, a.k.a. Ghost in the Machine, a.k.a. Mindustries, what a mouthful. Here we go. <laughs> welcome, guys. How you doing? Doing great, man. How you doing? Excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm good now the show started. It seems to be like this precipice of stress and then as soon as the first beer opens and the camera's on i'm like Woo! so yeah yeah well cheers. same here man have you got a drink usually else? technical stuff yeah 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 here we go awesome it's the technical stuff that gets you right the talking we're right at definitely bullshitting yeah. about music is never the problem it's <laughs> yeah. always the technical <laughs> shit yeah that's yeah, lucky man. it's lucky and you're okay greg mm. you look okay yeah man all good just been making millions of tunes um yeah, doing good. Getting through two tunes a week at the moment. Two so, tunes uh, a week, man. What a Yeah, t 12 tracks in the last six weeks. Fuck so, you. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. So, so, yeah, and everything different genres as well. I'm making, like, just everything. But I was making, I made a hard wave tune yesterday. I'm doing a kind of half-speed dubstep track now. Um, yeah, te 130 techno, 150 techno, everything. Well, I think that's the key, man. Like, really, to, to be, like, yeah, keep it broad and keep it interesting for yourself totally. that way you can actually do that shit yeah it yeah. feels like i'm on holiday from hardcore at the moment so it's like but i know that all this stuff all these experiences i'll get from like working on these different genres when i go back to writing core again it's, it's just i'm gonna have all these fresh ideas and new, new ways of thinking about yeah things, new so. methods exactly yeah totally man uh nils so um and well both of you actually are a bit loud apparently i'm just gonna drop your volume down a little yeah uh, uh, okay, I'm going to say hello to some people in the chat because the chat is absolutely fucking rammed. we got 30 people watching over at uh, Facebook still. Guys, if you're over at Facebook, come over to YouTube. That's where the fucking the good shit's at. So get over. And those that are there now, subscribe, man, until you get notified next time we're on. We've got 60 uh, over at YouTube. So we've got like 100 people watching. Awesome. Nice. Thanks for tuning in to our bullshit. Um Hi, uh, Luke McMillan, aka producer. Uh, oh, shit. Doc's in as well, Maxi. Going to play your tune in a bit, guys. Um, is Lucas Greg, in the house? Yeah, Greg Dolphin's in the chat. Easy, Greg. Hey. Industrializer, uh, Antones, <laughs> yeah. uh, Dean Devastator. Um, God, there's loads of people in there. Yannick, uh, Make Some Noise. Uh, James Buffalon, playing your track in a bit, James. Uh, Adam, uh, Rich Cresswell, playing your track in a bit as well, mate. Uh, Industrializer, Easy Bro. Uh, Gathering Storm, yeah, man, I need to message you boys. I've got to talk to you boys, man. Serious. Um, da -da 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 -da. What else have we got? Floris is in. Um, I think I've said hello to Doc already. Uh, Butterfist's in. He still hasn't told us why he's called Butterfist, by the way. Need to get to the bottom of that. Put it in the chat, dude. We need to know why you called Butterfist. I thought, I thought we did that last week, didn't we? We asked him every fucking show and he doesn't tell us. <laughs> I'm sure he told us last week. Oh, well, maybe I was drunk. Um, <laughs> well, you were drunk. There was no maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, really. Maybe. <laughs> um, okay. So... What have we got on the show today? We've got 
new blood which is ram today um we probably won't have a new blood next show because we've got a special guest so i've tried to get everybody that was hadn't been played yet all in so if i've missed you it's genuinely a mistake on my behalf or you submitted a bit late so i think we've got 14 new blood so we need to get through them quick tonight guys or else we have a four-hour show yeah um then we've got um an exclusive video from uh scorpio and tones um we've got an interview and a bit of uh digging into mr emission over there to find out about him and his projects um we have got what's his, hot? his emissions yeah he's <laughs> nocturnal ones right yeah <laughs> Um, we've got a load of new stuff of varying genres of hardcore and not in what's hot. Um, we've got the usual drunk Q and a at the end where the audience can ask us whatever the fuck they want. Um, and then something different. So yeah, let's get on with the show. Shall we? I'm going to jump straight into new blood, new blood. And first up, if I can find my fucking player, here we go. First up on New Blood, we have uh, Schlendran with Kind, 120 BPM. Let's go. Oh, and for those that don't know what New Blood is, where have you been, first of all? Second of all, we review up-and-coming producers' music and we give them feedback. Alright, let's go. The thing that's so bizarre about a failure to grapple with a pandemic of this sort is this is the one thing we knew was going to happen. What what is happening? We will get through this together. But only if we stick together. I have one final message. Be kind. Be kind.
right. First thing that jumps out there for me is uh, the kicks just aren't punching through at all. It's like uh, there's a mixed down problem, quite a significant one. Um, anything from you guys? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the, it, it, it's exactly like you said. It, it, if, if it doesn't really cut through. I like it reminds me of old like fifth era current 909 stuff like in terms of atmosphere but I think yeah mixing wise it doesn't really cut it doesn't really cut through missing us some high end also like a bit of a fresh yeah it's a bit muddy in the middle everything yeah, kind of exactly. just stuck together yeah, so it's the kick that's doing that isn't it it's just too much yeah. mud in the in the kick it needs a bit more of a, a knock on the uh, transient but I like the vibe Moby go go yeah yeah, yeah the, vi- the vibe's good exactly it just needs to be yeah. brought up a little bit more yeah, like, yeah. in terms and of definition and, and <clears throat> a load of mid and, and a bit more sizzle in the kicks would just kind of bring the whole thing to life a bit more I think definitely yeah, exactly because the vibe in terms of yeah I like the vibe no. like I said there's this old like current 909 track it kind of reminds me of in terms of uh, yeah being very minimal but still have a having a, having an atmosphere and, and, and a vibe yeah. yeah, he's in the chat actually. Is he? Yeah, oh, a little right. bit about this guy. Um, he is. These are his words. I'm a 45 year old dad and lawyer, so probably not your typical hard, hardcore bedroom producer. You'd be surprised, bro. Um, but it all started early 90s in Switzerland. I used to go to techno parties. Soon he got into hardcore, Rotterdam Records, ISR, Kotzak, producing hardcore with his friends under the name Gecko Genzid, and never get, managed to get any tracks released. Then um, we didn't try hard enough. Um, after 20 years uh, in a break and now living in the UK, um, he's got the fever again and he, he started making tracks, basically. Um, it's the second track since he started producing again, slower than his usual tracks. And he wants to move away from stereotypical uh, hardcore style samples. Kind is dark, reflecting the pandemic we lived through. He wants to balance this mood with a message of positivity and kindness. Um, yeah. Nice little insight there. Um, let's quickly jump over to his page. Um, d- 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 what's the chat saying, Greg? Similar uh, kind of message. Yeah, yeah. Um, kicks, kicks a bit muddy. I mean, a lot of the same stuff we've been saying. Yeah, around um, the same stuff, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you appreciate the feedback, though. Uh, yeah. Keep at it, dude. Keep yeah, at man. It. Keep at it and come back with another track. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. Enjoy yourself. That's the main thing, isn't it? yeah, yeah. Okay, let's keep moving because, like I say, we've got loads of tracks to play tonight. Um, bit of acid, anybody? Let's go. Always. Yeah, sure, always. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Acid Nils, over to you, specialist. Uh, I like the overall vibe. What I would like to see, but that's maybe more just a, a, a yeah, just a preference of mine. The acid line would that we would be going anywhere. You know, like it's the same. Yeah. Like I like it, but I, I would love to have it to have a second, like a second line, second part to make it grow. Like fo- a bit yeah, more. following through. Yeah, following through into the. Uh, uh, following through into the first one needs to feel the first one. I was going to say, I was second. You need a second three or three in there. <laughs> yeah, like just, to- Thomas Schumacher style. I have one just rolling the bass underneath, yeah. and then just one something, firing off over the top. Something a bit yeah. more organic to make it feel more alive. That's the whole point of acid. It's supposed to be like growing and like yeah. Yeah. So the the, the second kick that came in, I thought was really good. That should have come in a lot sooner. Um, yeah. The first first kick was just a bit more of an intro kick, but it should have dropped into that. The big yeah. kick a lot sooner, and the, just to the, keep it a bit more interesting. To, uh, yeah, over time wise, yeah. And yeah. the percussion, the percussion needed just a bit more groove to it. That's one of the things I've learned doing a few techno tracks lately. Is it's all about the percussion, right, Nils? It's like you've got yeah. to kind of find that groove and that kind of hypnotic rhythm that's that the you know drives exactly. Track. That 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 kind of a f- formula thing that just keeps you going. Yeah. So you can alter it just slightly, and it will remain to be uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, just just a straight like you know uh, ride on the halves is just not going to cut it. You know, I mean, no, sure. it'll, it'll, it'll ride the track along, but it'll, it feels like nineteen ninety five. It yeah. will work with some of the tracks, but they just ask for like a simple approach. Yeah. But most of the tracks need like a, a yeah a bit more subtlety and a bit more interesting uh, pairing. Yeah, 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 yeah. A bit about the artist. Um, Extrisist. Uh, oh, it's, it's from Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Chris, you know him. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hardcore since 92. Uh, first part of Thunderdome 96. Antwerp, making noise since 2000. Mostly live jamming on hardware and recording in one take. Also 35 times on stage. Best set at Porn 2006. Founder of Crack Peep. Um, with yeah, the- that's blah, him. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. So never released on vinyl yet. Continuous goal, analog gear addict. Uh, so you know this guy then, Nils? Yeah, it, it indeed is an analog addict. Yeah, okay. he's in the chat actually. He said um, it? it was a it was a one take live jam. Yeah. Nice. Last last. Well, then I get it get it a bit more. Yeah. In terms totally. of yeah, you've only got you've only got that many knobs to twiddle, right? <laughs> exactly. It depends on. The I've been trying to, to to put something. <laughs> I've been trying to get something decent, like a one take live thing, and it's a uh, it's a uh, it's it's a fun process, but it's also a real pain in the ass to get. Man's to. only got two hands. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Well, unless you got Franklin, you yeah, got, friends, you got four hands. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, this is uh, it, yeah, it's a, when you when you're just by yourself, it's a uh, yeah, it's a it's a challenge to keep it interesting. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, thanks dude uh he was pissed last show that he wasn't on and he messaged me and i told him that you were on this show and he was like oh nils is on oh wicked so i'm glad that oh, nice. uh, yeah it kind of came around in the end so i hope you're happy now chris love you <laughs> right i'm gonna keep moving um chaos engines just rocked up oh easy ah, nice let's see yeah right dude how's it going right moving on because we've got loads let's go
All right. Uh, Tom's in the chat. Hey, Tom. How you hey, doing? Tom. He says he's got hard nipples. <laughs> Fucking hey, Tom. Oh, that's always good. <laughs> um, feedback on this one. Over to you first, Greg, for Tetzo. Yeah. Was that, was that Herbert? No. Uh, yes, it was, actually. I wasn't going to say anything. Uh, well, yeah, Tetzo, so, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, really nice. Um, yeah, it kicks were nice. Something felt a little bit out of tune to me, and I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was. I don't know whether it was one of the kicks was either a little too high, or the synth noises were slightly out. But something felt just a little bit out of key. Um, but really nice, solid track. Nice groove. Everything going on. Love Herbert. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. Herbert. Uh, anything from you, Nils? Yeah, exactly like Greg said, there was something a bit off-key. I don't know if it was the kind of a, the synth kind of percussion-y thing that he used, that it was kind of, or one, but a production-wise, really nice. Like, interesting. Interesting, the sound design and, and uh, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah Herbert just keeps getting better and better. He, he does, he's definitely. Exactly, also the kick switch and everything, he knows how to keep, he knows how to keep, how to keep it interesting, and, and yeah keep going but, uh, like man you're the boy atmospheric elements everything yeah like really uh really nice definitely no, columbia yeah big up can't wait to come <laughs> can't wait to go anywhere <laughs> um chat saying um uh, liking the kick liking the change up um tom's just finished a four day diarrhea session wonderful that's good feedback thanks tom um climax is a bit <laughs> underwhelming <laughs> we value your input you go, yeah. mate. <laughs> there's shouts to tom um transitions are nice um not angry enough i think this is um for a techno release he's it's actually on a techno release and he's used hardcore elements to try i and mean herbert can do angry if you want angry herbert can do it yeah. <laughs> but i don't think that's necessarily the point of that track you know <laughs> Um, okay, so good, good work, Herbert. I'm going to keep moving. We've got Hallucin Hate and Talman disappointed. I hope we won't be. Let's go. <laughs>
Well, I wasn't disappointed, so that's that's good. No. No, nice kick switches, a nice bit of variety, a nice bit of a schwanzy kind of vibe in there too. Yeah, like great it. bit of horse racing. Yeah, man. Tick my boxes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if I can race my horse, I'm good. Off to the races. <laughs> uh, feedbacks? Yeah, a bit more maybe accent on the trenches here and there, like in terms of snares and everything, a bit more definite, but overall, like I like the, the groove, the switch shops, and, and uh, yeah, he's got that down. Yeah, so yeah I, th yeah. I think he overplayed the, the sample a bit too much. Didn't yeah. it, didn't need to drop it all the time. And if you are going to drop it, you need to kind of, I would say, switch it up a little bit. You know, just put some, whatever, you know, put some effects on it, change it around, but you just don't have the same sample clean all the time if you're going to drop it every 16 bars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People in the chat were saying uh, they're dying for a big clangy snare in there. Um, but generally, <laughs> generally, everybody's pretty happy with I that. I thought we banged clangy snares last month. Oh, we did, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get some memo? <laughs> you must have done. <laughs> I thought I missed that meeting, yeah. yeah. Um, hey, Liz, in the chat, what's up? Um, somebody else came in I wanted to say hi to. Um, Steve Wheeler, hi. Clem is here. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. All right, cool. Nice one. Um, guys, can you, I haven't said this yet, but can you share the stream? Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Um, share the fucking stream. Um yeah, help us spread the word, get more people in here, more carnage in the chat, please. That would be really good. And also, if you want to like the stream and subscribe, that would be great. If we get 50 likes, we all do shots. And then when we get to 100 likes, it's shots every 10 likes. So, uh, yeah, look at the... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> look at the excitement in Greg's face. I, I didn't sign up for any of this. Hold on, someone's saying in the chat that I'm talking about overplaying samples. Well, What's that all about? <laughs> what is he, what's he talking about? Where, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. It's on now. <laughs> I think it might be referring oh, to you. Oh, winding, winding. Don't get him all Simon Pegg, man. Don't get him all okay, Simon don't Pegg. Start. <laughs> get into the don't Winchester. Start. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we are going to move on. So we're going to go to uh, a bit of Carnage Core. Respect. Two more likes for shots, by the way. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck 
I like this. I like that nice balance. I like the synth. I like the kicks. Everything feels like it's mixed together well. It it just sits well and it feels good and it rolls for me. Yep, thumbs up for me. Yeah, yeah balance is balance is okay. Kicks are not really my taste, but that's not. I think that's not. Uh, it's not what it's you got about. Bad I think taste, like, bro. <laughs> that's probably it. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's probably because your taste sucks. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> the might have something to do with it no yeah. but I, I yeah like i said like the the balance is it's, it's just right you know yeah like it's it's nice and clear like that there's there's a lot of definition in like kicks and and, and synth and everything is, is where it should be so in terms of production yeah really nice it was an interesting yeah. contrast between the synth and the vocal like a screaming yeah. vocal and like a quite, like that. quite a trancy synth yeah um i'm all about juxtaposition yeah exactly they get really screaming aggressive vocal but then like a clean really clean synth like. yeah greg for anything from you i just said it all okay great uh, <laughs> shout to kin who's arrived in the chat what shout, i said shout to uh Bo and peter who have arrived in the chat um shout to insul date didn't see you there hey bro how's it going shout to mo Robert. um okay i thought it was insulate but it's insul date <laughs> isn't it <laughs> I'm sure he'd be very happy with that, Greg. Thank you to everyone. Thanks for that. These are a masked duo from Slovakia. Our inspiration comes across all music genres. You should check our latest release on Machines LP. Excuse me, released on Drum Match Records. I guess they're a masked duo. A masked duo, yeah, like uh, like permanently uh, masked, like hallucinator. Kind of thing, I guess. There's no pictures here, unfortunately. See any pictures there? Oh, here we go. There they are. Look. Oh, they're like uh, satanic masks. Nice. Yeah. There we go. All right. Nice one, guys. Keep up the great work. Enjoyed that. Um, we've got to do shots, guys. We went to 62 likes. So I've got some tequila. Real tequila, look, mezcal, verd, Herbert, you will be happy. Probably it's probably. Oh shit! Actually. Yeah, that's the uh, that's yeah, the devil's Gatorade. Yeah, and to Tom, <laughs> yeah, Francis isn't here. I drink the real shits when when Francis isn't here or when you're not here. <laughs> right, <laughs> and pour a shot. What have you got? I've Greg? got some liquor, Bailey's. which is. Uh... <laughs> I asked my beautiful girlfriend to bring me a shot up, but she obviously didn't notice the message. So. Oh. 
So you've gone from drinking shots and throwing up in the toilet to drinking shots of Baileys to, oh, whoops, I don't have anything to drink. Three shows. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll drink with you, Nils. And shout to everybody at home. Take care. Enjoy. Yeah, shout out to all you lovely people at home. Ah, delicious. Right, we're on 65 likes. Hopefully we can Ooh, hit 100. Horrible. Okay. That was yummy. Um, okay, let's go to the next one. We have got... Yeah, you've got the bread. You've got the better deal over there, liquor wise, drink wise. Yeah, I think it's nearly run out though. Hopefully, I don't finish the bottle today. Um, next up, we have here no evil with dark dreams. Let's go. I'll click play. Go. Who is dark? Bottle of water for Peter. As dark as it gets. Sample from Sin City. Maybe. Sounds like Mickey Rourke. Yeah, could have been. Yeah, it sounded like it. I wouldn't know. I don't know. I enjoyed that. It, it felt a bit. The structure felt a bit odd to me, but there was some good ideas in there. Yeah. That was yeah. that was my general. Yeah, exactly. Opinion. The structure thing made it kind of messy. But yeah. I, that might be what they're going for. You know, it's just yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. But like, like I liked, I liked parts of it. But it, as a as a total, it sounded a bit messy. Um, what do we have here? That was uh, Dark Dreams. They are. This is uh, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. 
Kevin. Kevin's from Sealand. He's from Tom's area. Whoa. How unfortunate for you. Sorry about that, mate. Um, I've been producing for 20 years now. Born and raised with Gabba blood, I get inspired by games, movies, my love for music, metal, hardcore, and hip-hop. Uh, as well as my love for sci-fi. I did some releases when I was younger on DNA Records, mainly Darkcore, as the alias KVN. Um, and he switched to drum and bass and crossbreed years ago, which is now the main focus. Got a big selection of tracks on my SoundCloud, which I people think people should have a listen to. Let's check the SoundCloud out. I've got that here right now. Um, oh, yeah, there is a lot of tracks there, actually. All right, guys, there's a few people in there that's uh liking the liking the sounds head over to the soundcloud i'll whack that address into the chat there there you go head over and have a look uh any feedback from you guys other than what we already said um, uh some of the white noise things were a bit turned up a bit too loud i think yeah okay intended that's just a minor detail that stood out for me like some of the white noise parts were kind of like turned up and kind of suppressing the rest. But again, is that what you're going for? That's the thing. Yeah. Just like Merzbo, we just want to just make, want to make pure noise. Yeah. Tom. If you can turn the white noise up, turn it all the way up and drown everything else out. <laughs> just yeah. make white noise. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, Tom, do you know this guy? Cause, uh, of course he does. He lives in the same country. It's, it's tiny, this place. Everyone it's, knows like, everyone. it's one big village. It's like yeah. a postage stamp. Everyone's, everyone's <laughs> yeah. related to each other, aren't they? Yeah, I know those guys from the swing set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, meanwhile, my drink's turned up. Yeah, I saw that, and you've got yeah, all of the I, drinks. I've got a bar on my desk, so... <laughs> two different amaretto. And you're not allowed to have amaretto as a shot, you pussy! Yeah, for sure. As long as you mix it. No, last time I mixed a twenty percent with another twenty percent, which gives you forty percent, right? Oh yeah, obviously it gives you. Obviously, yeah. it gives you a sanitary towel. That's what it does. Someone did the math. Yeah, drink the vodka. Basic math. The vodka. Yeah. Okay, what we got? Vodka. Vodka. It's the easiest one. That's to not shot. a shot glass. That's actually Gareth's glass. He left it here. Well, you need to fill it up <laughs> in homage. I'm not drinking all that. <laughs> The toilet will not be pleased with me. Dumb question. What is white noise? <laughs> Sorry. <There you> go. <laughs> Vampire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a, it was, a, it was a good description. Yeah, uh, that's what white noise is, bro. Uh, uh, what's pink noise? What's what? Pink noise. Well, you've got white noise, brown white noise, brown pink noise. noise. I, don't, I don't know. Brown noise where you shit yourself in it. What does pink noise yeah. do? <laughs> I know pink mist, but that's something different. That's that what comes yeah. out when the pink noise happens. <laughs> so yeah. you blow up, right? Yeah. Um, all right. I'm just going to read some feedback from the chat. Sounds okay to me. Good stuff from Chaos Engine. Um, well done. Uh, this kicks from Drastic. Um, Rich Cresswell says nice. Jay saying nice. Um, Bo likes it. Do, 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 do. Yep. Everyone's reasonably happy with that. Good shit, dude. Uh, Kevin, thanks for submitting. Um, let's Cheers, Kev. On. Thanks, Kev. 666, this is the new shit. Let's go.
Yeah. Real lack of consistency on that. Yeah, it's all over the... That, yeah, it's... They were so quiet at the start. <laughs> when the kid maybe, it was came a, in, maybe it was a trap. Maybe it was on purpose. Exactly. scared the shit like, out of me. Like, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, uh, and you can tell by looking at the waveform, just, just by looking at the waveform alone, that the levels are all off on the track. Don't listen with your eyes, Joe. Well, in... The, you can see it though, bro. <laughs> Honestly, uh, and you can, I, I heard know. with my ears anyway. <laughs> um, I quit my ears. Yeah, it for me. The structure needs work. The levels need work. There's some again good ideas in there, but it's just not consistent. Not consistent at all. Yeah. Anything else? It's uh, yeah. It sounds really forced. Like some some of the uh, the, 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 the like the, exactly how it, how it drops. You know, it's really. Uh, all forced into the red and yeah it, it needs some balancing out also structure wise for sure yeah definitely. yeah just a bit messy but um yeah it's got potential yeah for sure like some of the edits were Everything, nice but again like potential though yeah. no but yeah it, it just clean some stuff up uh, balance it out a bit more uh and then also some of the edits will come across better and and you know? Yeah. Yeah. So this but guy, I think structure is the main thing. Yeah. This guy's 666. Uh, he is 21 year old producer from Czech Republic, producing hardcore and drum and bass. Also makes side trance and hard techno. Been making music since. I've been involved in music since I was six years old. Okay. Started playing guitar. Um, so far, my biggest success is I got to prototype records. Here, you can play one of my industrial tracks. Um, Groove Rider? Groove, Groove Rider's Rider. prototype. What? One prototype. <laughs> classic drum bass label, isn't it? I didn't say yeah. Groove Rider. Hold on, let me read it again. What? So far, my biggest success is that I got to prototype records. How did that sound like Groove No, maybe, he's, maybe he got to... Like prototype records, they're kind of like they're they're like a whole new world of records. And he's got two of them. They're prototypes. Okay. They're not even they're not even records. Okay, bro. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> if you like this content, by the way, you should subscribe to the Oblivion YouTube page. Thanks very much. <laughs> is there a dislike button? Yeah, yeah, there is. Don't say it because people use it. <laughs> right, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep moving. Uh, this is uh, Talman with Despairing Lover. Ooh. Mad with his love to a precipice goes. Mad with his love to a precipice goes. Mad with his love to a precipice goes. Someone, someone press dislike now, Greg. Thanks. Return to his cottage again. <laughs> Precipice goes. 
overall feedback from the chat is needs more kick. It's muddy. Um, I think the main elements of the track are there. It's just not been put together properly yet. It just needs mm. work on the mix down, really. And yeah, anything from from you guys? Yeah, I don't think it necessarily needs more kick. Just yeah, it's it's a. I think it's a case of certain frequencies needing to be pushed more in different areas of the track because I think, like you said, all the elements are there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just smash that lead through OTT and get some like kind of sparkly tops on it and stuff like that. You just make it kind of like lift up a little bit. But um, yeah, they're all, yeah, like you say, all the elements are there. Just needs a little work on the mix down to kind of bring it to life a bit more. Definitely. Um, yeah. Shout to Jeff Rexior in the chat. How's it going, bro? I hope the kit cuts. Who the fuck invited him? On. I don't know. He's just. <laughs> Just crept, he's crept in when nobody was looking. <laughs> Who's the bouncer on this in this place? Who left the door open? They can let anybody in. Um, we so are security out, Joe. We are only twenty nine likes from the next set of shots, by the way, and then after that, every ten likes, it's a shot. So get us to a hundred and enjoy the end of the show. <laughs> um, what else have we got here? We've got. That's uh, Talman. One sec. Let's see this. I think I had this guy on before. He was a part of the disappointed track with Hallucin Hate. I didn't spot that, honestly. Uh, this is Talman. Um, this is his page. I've got some info here on him. <coughs> Talman, um, also known as ASCII Agenda 28 from Finland. We've got a real international uh, submissions this well, every every month, but particularly this month, all over the world. Uh, Finland, men, member of COVID, Covidian.net and Club Syndrome. <laughs> Fuck off. That's a wind-up. Nice. I like the title <laughs> of the track as well. It's like a like an 80s new romantic Despairing <laughs> title. It's like something that would be on uh, Steph's label, Love Hurts. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. just thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally a Love Hurts uh, title, um, for sure. Still, uh, still need some judgment and help from you guys with my tracks. This time, some harder DMB stuff and some emotional hardcore. Yeah, I think you got some pretty critical feedback there. Uh, look at your mix down, bring your kick through. Uh, but that's everything's there. It just needs mixing down. So good. Keep up the good work. Next up, we have got Bestial with Violent Drums. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. 
Oh, not sure, I'm sure why that ended so suddenly. Um, nice fade. <laughs> thanks, bro. I'm a DJ, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I also do parties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was the top of the track. Um, yeah, I'm not sure on the kick. Uh, well, I think the, the kick could be okay, but it was there was just not enough variety on the kick for me in that. Yeah, it was, it was all a bit same, wasn't it? And the, yeah. the park or talk or whatever you want to call it sat on top of the kick just was um, reasonably unpleasant after a while. Yeah. Uh, Rex, yours. Yeah, says, so go, go. Sorry, Nils. Oh, no, no, no. I was just about to say also the synth part for me had nothing to do with the, it's not being used at all in the part after. So it's like two, and, and that's, that's not necessarily an issue, but in this case, I think, yeah, it, uh, I'm not, I was just not, not really a fan of the synth, but hey, that's also a taste thing. Yeah. But then if you use something like that, try and use it, to, it maybe consistent. throughout the track. Yeah. Yeah. Make it, yeah. Make it, make it blend in some way. Normally it's not an issue but with this. The, the difference was that much that I would like yeah I would see some integration of either Even if you just drop it at the end of like there's like little transitions between the ends of 16s and stuff yeah you know, just end the bar end of bar yeah. stuff or da, 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 yeah da, 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 bang straight back in yeah yep. uh, Bestial I think he's signed over at um, prototypes oh yeah there you go um, what prototypes am I missing this whole prototypes thing it's yeah, apparently yeah yeah definitely <laughs> apparently yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to play a track by the guys that run it later on uh, Iridium uh, they're doing some good stuff um, but we'll talk about them later okay um, so Bestial um, 25 years old this time from Slovakia um, into hard drum and bass um started releasing 2017 got on big rhythm records uh shout um mindocracy shout to ben uh dark side records and many more bringing his own style of hard kicks and punishing snares he will destroy every person that step on the stage he's mixing hard drum and bass and new hardcore sound together and trying to create his unique style to make a place on the stage currently presents prototype records all right cool uh, Shouts prototypes, boys, by the way. And I'm going to keep moving. Uh, let's go with um, this one. The Loudon, Say It Loud, Diedra's Dreadful Punishment Remix.
right. Um, I'm going to shoot straight over to you for feedback on this, Greg, because it sounds like it was heavily inspired by you. So go. So I love the like the intro. It was like 90s trip hop. Felt like I was yeah. listening to Nightmares yeah. on Wax kind of vibes. Um, that was really nice. But then, yeah, it kind of it was going somewhere. But then the first kick, it, it went wrong. Um, yeah, it went the, wrong. It, well, it did. The, the, the kicks just weren't solid enough. They were kind of all over the place. I, way I wasn't too much. sure about the talk on the kick. It felt like yeah, it was way talk, too much transient yeah. on it and stuff as well. Yeah, it was like the kick was too low compared to the transients on top and everything. It just made everything sound like weirdly too transient, um, which is you know okay if you're doing jazz, but you know we're, we're making hardcore and stuff, so everything else needs needs a lot more. Um, width that needs to stand up a lot better so, um okay so what's your what's your top three bits of advice for this guy then since he's obviously inspired by you um i don't know the intro was interesting it was kind of unusual you didn't know where it was going to go um it drops it just he just needs to work on mix downs and kick drums again um that's what it, that's what it's coming down to Mixed drums yeah. and kick down, kick drums, I mixed think, drums and I kick downs, kick downs. <laughs> I think we found out why where the the top comes from. This guy's um, uh, Dietra played uh, up tempo is the tempo, so I think he's kind of sitting on the line between, um, let's say, industrial hardcore, hardcore techno, and um, up tempo. He's done perhaps. a kick drum workshop. Apparently so. That's ironic. Well, I liked there was there was elements in there that I liked, but the kick it just yeah. it just turned me off completely. That was that's basically my. Unfortunately, that's what did it for me. Yeah, yeah it was, the people in the chat. Really, it said, was interesting, and then yeah, it just kind of like the the first kick just didn't. It needed more power. It just needed to kind of like open the track up. Somebody Nils? wrote in the yeah. chat. Well, um, exactly. The hollow. intro kind of catches you. Yeah. Sorry, Nils. Again. No, 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 it's okay. No, no, no. The, the, but the intro, it really, like Greg said, it draws you in. And then it drops and it's like, ah, you, you would expect a bit more. A bit yeah. more power. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to move on. Next up is Rich Cresswell. This guy's from my hometown in Stafford. Um, this is his first attempt at a hardcore track. Um, but anyway, I will talk more on it after. Let's go. To my business is risky. I deliver. Keep on. I am. Something different. A different. Something different. A different. Something different.
So, before you savages in the chat start kicking off, right, this is, um, oh shit, why can't, oh, um, this is this guy's first attempt at a hardcore track. Um, Fair news, Richard yeah, Cresswell. Yeah, I'm going to read out his text here. Uh, I checked the time spent in my door to approximately 16 hours to get to my third attempt at the this third revision of this track at Hardcore, and this is it. I've got a long way to go, but I'm learning quickly from the Oblivion community, and the guys and girls there have been awesome. So he actually reached out in the Oblivion group because he wanted to learn. He's from like a drum and bass uh, background, like a, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, like Neuro and stuff like that, Richard. You, uh, you have your own website and stuff like that for um, synths and plugins and stuff like that. Um, and so he wants to learn how to make hardcore and he's obviously struggling to find the balance of a kick drum like we see a kick drum compared to where he's come from right so that's why the kick isn't quite there, there yet and a lot of people saying too metallic blah 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 I think the last kick was actually quite good it had a lot more sub yep. in it and it felt more yeah. full um, yep. Um, so the rest of his texts, um, I'm a sound designer and normally work on TV slash game music. Not, I said game music, not game music. Um, <laughs> uh, I spent a long time. We don't discriminate, Joe. I know, no, no, not at all. I'm a no. I spent a long time <laughs> on the sidelines listening into the show, which is banging. Thanks, Rich. Um, New Blood is by far the best way for people to get feedback on their music, and I love hearing what you people have. Huge thanks my chance so you know he's humble he wants to learn and he's just coming here with what he's got so there we go so great loads of good ideas in there, there was, yeah like the, the the kick drums that switched up i really like those the kind of like the first kick switched and then the the rest of the kicks are like a boom 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 like stuff like that very drum and bass he kind of dropped the first kick you know dropped the first beat a little um yeah, it needs to do. What he needs to do is some a proper A B in with with kind of like decent producers. Get an idea of like what's what the the sound is in their kicks and the things that he likes, and take that. I did already know, tell make, him that he's already to using make it, you make his own and... sound and stuff. But he's getting there. That was a great first first attempt. He's that already... really nice kind of hip hop type. You know, the strings and things like that should have come in much earlier. Maybe a first drop, build it up, big kicks. Yeah. The, you know, uh, the the string flow. sounded a bit like uh, Requiem for a Dream, right? That could, that kind of yeah key-ish, yeah, 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 potentially, but yeah. But. Nils? 
yeah, really, like it, like for a first attempt, really, like a uh, uh, first attempt at hardcore, really good. I mean, apart from things sounding a bit off in terms of the kick and everything, like I, th I think for a first attempt, this is really good. And uh, like Greg also said, there's some really good ideas in there. I think some ideas actually could become a whole track, like the 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 part Greg referenced to, which is the first kick drop, and then that could be the whole theme of a track, yeah. basically. Um, and uh, yeah, there's some really interesting stuff in there. It just yeah, it it needs some some work and some practice, like most people who start out do, you know, or start out doing a doing a new genre, and and it's not easy, especially hardcore is not an easy one to. So yeah, good, good job, dude. Yeah. Keep keep at it. Yeah, um, I say reference stuff. Get an a, get a proper good yeah. AB plugin. Get like metric AB or something like that, and then just reference tracks that you really like and try and get in that ballpark. You know, I'm not saying copy people, but you know, just kind of get an idea of the the level and the kind of the different qualities of the sound that make a a, a solid kick or you know yeah just why things work the way they do and yeah yeah. So we need to continue with the rest of the new blood um we got three tracks left um the one that we were playing was oxnard when everything went to shit so i'm gonna play this um and let's move and then we'll get into uh the section with you nils this might be awesome. a late might be a late one guys just saying <laughs> right no, that's 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 totally fine over here yeah cool for me too right let's go Feedback from Cobby is consistent with usual feedback from Cobby. Thanks, Cobby. Um, so that was our Oxnard demonized. Um, any feedback, guys? 
I think it could play around a bit more with the stab sound he uses in the back. Yeah. And also, it, it, it could be brought up a bit more if he plays around with it a bit to make it a bit more interesting. Because uh, in terms of kick, uh, kick drums and the snare patterns, there's not a lot happening. But I think if he, if he does a lot in the background, maybe with the... Yeah, it could It was probably... a little bit bland, I think. Yeah. What Hellfish wrote, pig murdering bland core. <laughs> Whilst that's brutal, <laughs> there is an element of some truth in that. Um was a little bit bland the uh, the kicks lacked any kind of depth i think it was, it was all a bit samey uh, anything from you greg no no okay <laughs> <laughs> all right um i'm gonna move on to uh uh um mike mike machines this is yeah, 210 BPM, let's go. Mikey Mike is a DJ producer from Venezuela. In 2012, he started a new life in Bogota. Then he formally starts his DJ career. Um, I guess this is one of Herbert's homies. Um, Hardcore Techno Parties in Bogota, DC. He's the founder of Bitbyte Records, which promotes mainly hardcore and drum and bass. Um, somebody called out before that he had a strong release on Hectic Records. Um, is Music influences heavy metal, uh, hardcore rap, and Caribbean rhythms. He's now living in California. Thoughts on that, gentlemen? Put your phone down, Greg. It was a bit bland. A bit yeah, more, more bland. <laughs> no, for me, it's just like, it, I get the whole kind of black metal, hardcore 
combination that you want to do, but it's it really still sounds like taking two stuff, two things that are hard and combining them to make something harder. While the two parts by itself, like the hardcore part he started with, was it that it like I said a bit bland, and then just adding something to it like the the black metal sample, it, I don't know, it, it just didn't work for me. Yeah, I'd like the black metal bits. I liked it. It just I don't know. It just felt the whole like track it. just needed more energy though. Yeah, and also the last part didn't have anything to do with. It. Yeah, there's, there's some real out of key strings in there as well. So there's this yeah. weird out of key string sample that was like just didn't have any place in the with the rest of the track. Didn't have any context at all. Yeah. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call an end to the you new blood fuck. section. Um, everybody who's currently tuned in. Need to get the the likes back up so we can drink more shots. I'm going to drink another one anyway because yeah, I'm, I'm drinking them anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> so <laughs> for every ten likes we get on the stream now, we're doing shots. Um, so what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> Do what now? Yeah. So um, get liking. We'll get fucked up because we need to lift our, mo our motivation a little bit after that bit of downtime. All is not lost though. We're back. We're good. Everything's fine, and uh, we're gonna dig into uh, the the nils next. So, oh shit! Oh snap! Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to um, <laughs> I'm going to play a track from a couple of good friends of mine now. Um, I hope you're still tuned in, Ant, and uh, maybe Simon. Uh, this is um, the Samurai Way by Scorpio and Tones. Uh, Tones has been a bit quiet for the last years, trying to, and more recently been trying to find his sound. Um, and I think he's really nailed it on this one, and, and obviously with Simon too. But I know Ant's been working really hard, and I know that he's been uh, speaking with you on this as well, Greg, and trying to get some uh, a little bit of mentoring and development on some some of his weaknesses, which is a great yeah, sign so for anybody. So right? I, I did a masterclass for Heresy about a month ago or something, um, which was kind of fun, really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, um, got Ant on that. And um, yeah, I think from the chats I've had with him, I think it just it, it made him realise that the, the the things he needed to do just to get his his levels up to where they needed to be. Um, and I, I feel I'm super proud of him for what he's done. Yeah, me too, he's, man. He's, he's been yeah. wrestling with it, wrestling. Right. Yeah. Let's not talk it up before. Let's uh, say a few 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 words afterwards. Uh, Nils, you're not going to be yeah. able to hear this, and Greg, you're not going to be able to hear this because it's playing as a video. So sorry about that, but Greg, you've already he heard it. Yeah, I've so, heard it. Um, without further ado, this is The Samurai Way by my brother, Antones, and Simon Scorpio. Okay? Enjoy. This is the substance of the way of the samurai.
even if a samurai's head were to be suddenly cut off, he should still be able to perform one more action with certainty. If one becomes like a revengeful ghost and shows great determination, though his head is cut off, he should not die. Nice. Good work, yeah, guys. Good work. Uh, the video was cool, too. Um, Ant made the video. Yeah, Ant did the video as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good shit. Yeah, it looked really great. Really, really good. Well done. Fucking proud of you, man. Uh, feedback in the chat. Um, struggling to read the chat here because of this fucking thing. Uh, uh, people liking the video. Um, Aphidian influence. <laughs> Cobby says, I don't know about the track, but Scorpio cuts lines like a samurai. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, I don't like the build-up being cut off for David Attenborough. I don't know what that means, Tom. Um, I thought the the ironic thing was that um, you used that sample before, and and Ant was coming to you for some guidance on a track that was one of your. He's been working on a track planet. for years. Though, I know he has. And, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and it's it's kind of aimed, I think, at the more kind of like UK hardcore rave kind of. Oh crowd yeah, it's and stuff definitely like more uh, Ant and and Simon. They play more. Uh, main stage shall we call it uh, style like a more gabba kind of style um and and so that's what that is but it, i think it's a good example of it and they've done a fucking good job man i haven't yeah. heard anything like that um nothing that sounds quite like that coming out of the uk for a while really um yeah. so good a unique sound nailed it Get on to the next one and get it released. Yeah, I'm expecting great things from Ant now. I think he's he's got his groove, so... Definitely, man. Let's see, see where he goes with it. Defo. Um, okay, so that's the new blood over. So I guess we should move into um, a bit of an interrogation of Mr. Nils. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's get it on. <laughs> it's time. 
Okay, so um, Nils, let me bring my interrogation list up. So, Nils, you are the DJ Emission. You are 50% of Ghost in the Machine, 50% of My Industries. Um, everybody, everybody knows that, but I feel that not many people know about Emission. Tell us about the start and where, tell us about your roots growing up and getting into music. You know, what? Well, what Emission was actually the start. It's my very first DJ name that I've kind of always kept because I always like playing different styles. Uh, just I just like playing a variety of music. And especially with things like Minor Series and Ghost in the Machine, you easily and quickly uh, you get people expect, you get expectations. People, when you, when you see Minor Series, they expect that there's hardcore being played yeah. or mostly hardcore being played. They expect some sidesteps, obviously, but the, the, there's a, yeah, there's a, a basic thing, yeah, you expect hardcore. It goes to the machine, you expect most like a techno-influenced thing. And I've always been a fan of like old-school acid and that old-school house, UK breaks, uh, and electro stuff, uh, like offbeat stuff, crazy, that I couldn't necessarily always put in the, the things like Minor Series and things like Ghost in the Machine. So I've kind yeah. of always kept that name because every once in a while someone will think like, hey, you want to come and play, play as this and play whatever you like. Yeah. So Emission was actually the start of it all. Um, getting into music, I think like everyone uh, being, uh, I think like everyone who, who loves music, the, the first thing that intrigued me with music was the fact that I could just go to my parents' record like cabinet, pick out something and basically like recall an emotion. Like, yeah. you know, put on a record and like, oh, this, this part makes me feel scary or makes me feel afraid. And then put the needle somewhere else and the guy this makes me happy and the, the fact that you could just re kind of recall feelings that's i think with everyone who loves music that's the thing that that's intriguing that's interesting about it yeah you can change the mood by putting on a record but as far as getting into music that's uh that was always a later i was always drawing some i was for me if you would ask my parents like during my youth or childhood days like what what what's he going to be later it would always be something with image whatever it would if, what if, uh, if it would be illustration or graphic design or whatever and actually getting into music started with getting into rock and metal i think then i wanted to play guitar that's the first time i actually wanted to pick up something and and do music instead of just listening to it because i was always I, I was always a fan uh as far as electronic music goes i had a janitor in my elementary school who uh he already noticed i was always like picking up house tapes you had these old compilations back in the day uh, turn up the bass yeah uh, yeah and and the thing with that is like even the, the they're here like the, the first couple of terms you had like data soul on there but also like stacker humanoid and and like it was a, basically humanoid <laughs> yeah, it, it was awesome and like it's, to me that was like the start of really digging like rap and hip-hop and digging house music at the same time and it always stuck with me always picking up this and the janitor he noticed and he actually went to Parksik. he was a guy from Schiedam yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly and he went to Parksik and uh, I always had this click with him and he was like hey I have these tapes over here you might want to listen to this and I think it was in the last year of elementary school and he gave me Parksik tape like and immediately was like fuck this is way harder then all the all the stuff in in like the compilations this because this is the stuff that's actually being played in the clubs it's, it's not the cd stuff 
And that's when I think the love for electronic music started. It was just like the janitor in, like, have you seen Queen's Gambit on Netflix? I was going to say that, I man. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. So there's this janitor that lives in the I basement. I was going to say that. Like, exactly. little kid goes in and janitor teaches her how to play chess and she becomes this world master. So yeah, like, man. I guess it must have been the same guy, obviously. He's just For me, he was... a chess player. Yeah, I was, we would always, like, hang out and he would always give me these parsich day or, or play me stuff or, you know, it, it was super fun. And I've never, I've always tried to look for him like because on facebook and so i never found a guy again just to I'd be able to show him from hey you you fucking wow. kick-started this left you know? his mark and then gone. yeah exactly like you you planted that first seed and then it just went wow. on from there nice so following i mean like fast forwarding from there when did you get involved in my industries how did that come about i mean when did when did you guys meet? I mean, the first record was what two thousand and five, but you obviously met. Two thousand and four was the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's the uh, the album. Yeah, that was the first time. But I met I met Yuri in high school. Uh, it was super funny because, of course, back in that in those days, it was really you had like the skaters and the gabbers and the metalheads and and I used and the hip hop. You, you, but I would listen to all of it, so I would basically hang with everyone. But I was always kind of dressed like a skater, like you know, like baggy pants but wearing metal shirts or something and so and Yuri is typically one of the gabbers and we didn't really hang out at first and I think in the you second you are, yeah, exactly in the shout se- to Yuri by the way easy bro yeah shout out to Yuri Yuri and I'll drink to Woo. Yuri and then I think in the second or third year of high school he accidentally sat next to me uh just on the school yard whatever and he heard through my headphones he heard i was listening to gabber and he was like what the fuck so he literally just grabbed one of the earbuds out of his out of my ear and plugged it in it was like you're seeing the hardcore and then we started talking because i had a couple of friends who would also like play records so i immediately had stuff to talk about in terms of like awesome b-sides and he was like how the fuck i always thought you were the skater guy how the fuck were we talking about hardcore yeah so that's basically how we met and I've always been playing around with music, but never got any further than just making loops or just one bar stuff or two bar stuff. Like when Fast Tracker and I think it was Octomed on the Amiga. Yeah. But it was never really serious. And I think um, because of Yuri and that other friend of mine, uh, I started getting interested in DJing. So that's how it started because I noticed every time I hung out with these guys, the first thing I would do is like get behind the turntables. Yeah. Always like, oh, I'm here, cool, I can play, I can play. Uh, so that's how it's, and then Yuri and I started talking and playing together, like, hey, let's try and make some music. And I think uh, another friend of mine explained Fruity Loops to me. And that's when I started to turning uh, like loops into like tracks with like a, a hat and a tail and like a whole story because all of a sudden the possibility was there. Or, or that's what it seemed like to me. Of course, there was other software. But I was always working with, like, I think it was Steinberg Beatbox. You could just do one bar stuff yeah. and then paste them together in, like, Cool Edit Pro or what's now Audition. So that's how I would try and do something. But it was never that serious. But I think Fruity Loops was, like, the 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 thing for me that kick-started. Like, hey, I can... Fruity I know, was I, entry I, level for quite a lot of people, right? For a lot. Still, some people still, still yeah, work yeah, on it. yeah. I haven't checked on it. I, it's really evolved now. It keeps getting voted for like one of the top uh, DIW. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, I haven't checked on it for years. 
since I switched to Ableton. But you had some really big success with the Mind Industries thing, right? Like a lot. And yeah, it was a right place, right time thing. It was really weird because nothing about that was planned. But for some reason, it was really it worked really well doing an album on like Enzyme on the the, the main label without having anyone ever heard of uh, heard of you. So that was that move and then also the yeah, timing wise the, the industrial sounded the more down tempo stuff into like 140 150 stuff yeah it was was, it was uh, quite unique at the time because there was there was like obviously promo and people like cat scan doing that kind of sound at the time but there was nobody really in the groove of what you did at the time for me and i, I was picking up your records like what the fuck is this like it was it was sounded very unique to me at the time certainly in the universe that i was in at that moment in time you know yeah it, yeah well that's really cool to hear also that it's uh that it's yeah that that was the thing that stood out that it was different but for, it, i think it was influenced just by a lot of stuff because i i think before we, before i seriously st- I, yeah i started producing then was taking it a bit more serious and i think then I started to get done with hardcore a bit around that time. Yeah. I think there was a lot of stuff coming out. It was just too flat, with no soul. Uh, and I was going to a lot of illegal raves. So I was really getting into like old acid stuff, like choose the loss sustain stuff and the, the, the more darker, like, yeah, just really the, the whole warehouse vibe that really appealed to me. And yeah, right around that time, hardcore started getting a bit like, I don't know. I think that was like maybe 99 or 2000. Where I was like, eh, I'm starting to lose that spark. And then I think what really got me back was like uh, Sebastian, who promoted it with some of the files. Yeah. Once I heard that, I was like, yeah, this, this is that exact feeling that I've, I'm, I'm kind of chasing or that inspired like me, like Guns the warehouse thing. It, like exactly, yeah. Huh. That was one of the tracks. Nice that, let's uh, let's play a bit of that. And yeah. Then, and then uh, yeah, we'll talk some more. Let's play this. Sure. Uh, promo, promo, guns and ammo.
I. Yeah, this is what it was all about. This breakdown for me. All right, I'll keep you playing then. This... Like this in a in a in a room is this. It's so basic and so, but it's so basic and stripped down. But all you fucking need, yeah. you know. Like, Especially at that time. Yeah. Was, yeah. For me, this was so fucking welcome. That this was exactly what was missing, what drew me away from hardcore and drew me more to like free parties and the warehouses and that that whole vibe of. Just yeah, this is the first time I really heard so like yeah, this is really just someone just fucking fucking things up again, you know, just doing what he fucking likes, yeah, instead of sure. jumping on a band, jumping on the train that runs the fastest. Definitely. Definitely. So for me, yeah, that was a big game changer, and uh, like some earlier stuff, but especially that vibe of that second that second drop. Also, the way he goes into the drop with like a couple of kicks, and you all you, you don't really know where you are anymore, and then. Just drop it back in. Yeah, it was so basic in terms of how many elements he used, but he used them exactly, like super efficient and and right. And that's what I like about. That's, that's what I really like. That's exactly. Yeah, like so that's. That, what other what other tracks would you say that were influential to your development as a as a artist as a DJ etc. Have you is there any more maybe ones that I've got here ready to play? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, I think overall, um, what um, a couple of tracks that I've sent you, I think the the overall the thing they have in common is the attitude thing. I think just the, the the whole fuck you put to music what Harker used to be. Yeah. Like punk, like metal, like hip hop, like you know, the, the, the bragging and boasting battle rap stuff. It was all just fuck you. But then, fuck you, yeah. Well, that's what the music is to me. You know, it's, it's yeah, exactly. It's and that's what it, yeah, yeah. It's raw. It's it should be. It should be pure. It should it should sound like that. And that's I think what I love. That's why that's why I think that also the the things promo did with like the hip hops and the things like for instance, Hellfish does whatever. It's an attitude thing. That's why they get mixed. In the, like if you go to a Public Enemy concert or an EPMD concert here in Holland, the front row is like drugs, Mouth of Man. It's all like Mark Bus. It's all those yeah those guys because that's what they draw the drew the attitude from. Like the amount of times Chuck D has been sampled, or for instance, or the whole like Juice Crew, like Roxanne Chante stuff like that. It's all because it, it it has that same attitude. Yeah. So for me, it was like and in metal, for instance, it was Pantera for me. That was like I, I was a huge metal fan in terms of black metal, death metal, but Pantera and like early Machine Head had that groove. Like it was more down tempo, but it was so badass. Yeah. And uh, so I think that was yeah, that has the same type of uh, yeah, the same type of attitude. Like I, I grew up super sheltered and like super safe and everything, but I always had that that fuck you kind of attitude in me. I just couldn't word it, and those guys did that for me. You know, yeah. like Phil Anselmo from Terra, uh, Chuck D, KRS, uh, LP, like M uh, MC and producer, by the way. Fuck uh, yeah, all those guys. Those that that was my. You know, they voiced kind of my rebellion. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a side tangent, but can we talk about this haircut? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not too long, though. I know. It's horrible, right? 
Well, the, that the picture, is, it, like that picture especially. There is, there is, there are no pictures with you guys together. With one of you has hair and one doesn't. It's either all on or all off. Was it like a, a group decision? <laughs> like a boy I have band, no boy fucking idea what that was. <laughs> I know mine was a decision. I, I, I cut it off. Like, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, I never looked at it that way. But that's true. It's either hair or nothing. Yeah, man. That was proper. Proper fucking. Proper hair. That's today gone tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Sorry, I had to bring that one. I was I was searching. I know Discogs. you. I know you. You had to. <laughs> I searched in Discogs and I saw it. I was like, wow, Nils had I actually noticed hair. that two days ago i was looking on discogs and i came across like hey and it's like there's no pictures it's all the hair the the hair era yeah <laughs> all right let's uh let's forget about the hair which you clearly have um, i already have dude um let's <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's talk more about some of your influences musically because we've got a few lined up here and i'm going to play a few more yeah, uh, so Fotech was big for me. I think Fotech really um, made me realize the Modus Operandi album. Someone gave it to me when yeah, I was, man. I think, 15 or 16. And uh, I think later on, not not like right at the start, but I always loved it. And then I noticed after I went to art school, and I, I, of course, you have like nights where you don't really sleep and just working on designs and everything. And just thinking about like, hey, it... It almost, it's almost like I keep hearing the same loop. Why is this still interesting? You know, like the stuff we were talking about. You can keep something interesting with like minor changes. For me, Fotech was that. Like a track like this or a track. There's, it, it, with, with track like these and especially, the, basically all the examples here. It's never about that one track. It's about the album. Yeah. You know, like, like this whole album made it. Uh, Modus of which is incredible, isn't it? It was super varied style-wise. Uh, there are all kinds of tracks on there, but they really belong together. Some of them seem seamlessly went over into the other, and it, it's, it was like everything was recorded in the same room. You know, the sound was overall, yeah, it was. I don't know. It, it, to me, that was a really interesting thing. I really dissected that album once I started making music. All right, let's enjoy it a little. Protech, Minotaur, enjoy.
Yo, this is still efficient, man. I know. It's like, how can you like create a whole, like that whole atmosphere that's created with just a couple of those hints of sounds and, you know, yeah. that was really interesting to me. Just add one more sound every now and then. And it, it's kind of like getting back to using just the, a couple of elements and using them the right way, you know? Simple, keep it simple. Beautiful. So, at what point did you start getting onto like producing techno seriously? I think right now with the Ghost Machine thing, it kind of feels like getting back to something because the, especially the first Minus Switch record was really influenced by techno, like the at the end of like the nineties, two thousands. Back when people when people told you there's techno, you would still mean what the, you know still know what they meant, you know, because yeah. that's that's. Uh, so I always had like kind of these sketches laying around, which were supposed some of them were like old setups for minus three tracks or like potential B sides or you know like I was always interested in in doing techno stuff, but but in terms of like spinning it, well, I was more focused on hardcore. Yeah. Because that was really the scene I was into in terms of get, going to raves and, and stuff like that. So I was, the, the focus was mainly there. But I think a lot of the early Minusry stuff is inspired by techno, like taking the tempo down, having a lot more happening between the kick drums and instead of everything staccato on the kick drum, like drives, grooves, Yo, stuff stop, like that. Whoa, whoa, sorry, sorry. Stop press, stop press. Fotech, that album is 25 years old, Greg's just written in the yep. chat. Jesus, sorry for the rewind, but, but wow, that needs to be. I know. It came out in 97, it was written in 96. Fuck. I remember seeing, reading an, uh, seeing an interview with Rupert, who said it was, uh, yeah, 96. Yeah, wow. that's insane, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, there's one other track coming up later that's also produced a while back where you still, when you listen to it, it's like, fuck, you know? <laughs> sorry, I knocked you off track there. Carry on. Uh, what were we talking about? Techno. Um, techno, right. Um, so, but I think after a while when people came up to me, like I listened to techno, they would play stuff. I was like, this is way too pleasant. This is like house music or it became really like main stage stuff. And then the whole minimal thing happened. And I kind of just lost focus because like back then I would still keep up with like what's, you know, a bit, not, not super, not, but still was, Hey, what's happening in techno. But after a while, I kind of just lost focus because it just didn't, you know, didn't get me anymore. And then I remember... I had to paint a friend's, uh, his, his daughter's room was doing a, a mural there. And he was playing records in the other room. And um, uh, he was playing, and like every other record I ran to the other room, like, what the fuck's this? He's like, yeah, this, this is techno. Like, yeah, I hear that. But like, how old is this? When is this, you know? He's like, no, it's pretty recent. It's all like this year or last year. And he played like some uh, ancient method stuff, Perk, Ansem, stuff like that. And that really made me... Uh, you that really got That's that when spark you were, back. You were painting at his house. I was painting his, uh, the, the, his daughter's uh, room doing a mural, doing like a graphic on the wall. 
and uh, and he was playing these records in the other room. So every other record just got just got up and like, dude, what the hell, you know? Especially this was one of the tracks. If you would ask me to describe industrial techno, I would play probably play. This is one of the tracks I would play. Well, we're gonna play it now. So here we go. Enjoy and some snake eyes. Real industrial techno. Yeah. Like literally. <laughs> yeah, exa exactly. That's the thing. Like if you would ask me to like play me one track that would describe it, I would probably play this one. Yeah. I highly recommend anyone, like to anyone, to see Kieran, uh, to see Anson live. That's when, talking, when, when we're talking about, and you know, we're talking to these kind of new producers, you know, these upcoming guys and stuff about having, you know, when they we break stuff down to pretty simple stuff, which is like, a, you know, a kick drum, a kind of bit of noise and percussion and stuff. It's about having everything in the right place and having a groove for it. And that's, I mean, that's yeah. a fantastic example of just something that's really kind of pretty stripped down, but it just rocks because it's got, everything is just doing its thing. It's got the percussion, it's got its groove, it's got the, the kicks throbbing underneath and everything yeah. just gives it this kind of funk that rolls, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's like uh, my Frank and I also, when we're working on tracks, like sometimes you have just that loop. That, that mostly the thing we say to each other is, yeah, I could listen to this for like 20 minutes. Yeah, you know, basically, because it's everything. It's like it just gets you and gets you going, and there's no because it's that good and, and there's like that four elements. effective. There's yeah. no need. Yeah, there's no need for anything else for a while because yeah. it's just that that efficient. Uh, yeah, I fucking love that stuff, man. Awesome. So that kind of segues us into you getting more interested about techno and the Ghost in the Machine project. Yeah. So, so that how, was uh, how, did, how did that happen? Because you and Frank uh, 
for for those who don't know Frank uh, from Frank ID from the outside agency, they you guys obviously already knew each other being in the same scene. So yeah. how did that relationship blossom into? Oh shit, we're we're on perk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Well, that that that's basically that's a, that's a thought that popped into my head a couple of times. Like, oh fuck, what just happened? Because yeah, Frank and I we've always been like really close and really uh, when it comes to we've we've been schooled by the, the, the by the same school basically, old school hip hop, acid. We've always been interested. Just name a label, and we would probably pick the same. No matter how many releases they have, we would probably pick the same releases as our favorite tracks. You know. And that's one of the first things we already found out that like right from the start that was like, Hey, we, yeah, but also like really in terms of hip hop, we just have a really similar taste and we got triggered by the same stuff back in the day, you know, like that was, yeah, that, that track, when that got released, that was a, that was a big thing. And so that, that was already there. And then uh, I think Frank made uh, acid track one on Genosha. Yeah. And uh, and we were always talking about Ash and blah, blah blah. And I think at one point I was like, "Hey, let's just for fun, let's play around with it and do some some acid stuff." Uh, but the name Ghost in the Machine, where we're already kind of uh, doing a thing with it, but it was mainly meant for. We never talked about producing. It was always the the thing we were talking about about having an expectation when you play Mind Street set or you play Ghost in the Machine set or you play uh, Ghost in the Machine set now. We had that, of course, with Mindstreams and the outside agency, but we both loved playing like old school and acid stuff. And Ghost in the Machine is actually a leftover title from uh, Genosha 15, the, the record we did, the picture disc. Ah. Uh, it's a leftover title. It was like the fifth track. And we, I get back to that because that, that also has a funny story. But ah. that, the Genosha 15, the picture disc, I think, do I have it here to show? I think I'll, I'll bring it up in a bit. But. Um, it has a Transformers theme to it, and every track name is a Transformers episode. It's the name of a Transformers episode, and the <laughs> samples and the samples that are used in that track also come from that specific episode. Right. So we had one track that we were kind of working on, but it wasn't ready, and eventually another one got finished first. So that was the release, the four tracks. Then yeah, there was the fifth track, which we were thinking about calling Ghost in the Machine. And we just took that as a name for like, hey, let's do that for then we can spin the occasional acid set. And that was like every half a year tops that you would have like one gig where you could do that stuff. Uh, and then after a while, we were like, hey, let's, you know, let's try Let's just fuck around with some. We didn't have a plan. Let's just fuck around and try and make an acid track. And I think we did one and a half track in one session. And a couple of months after that, we had a gig. And I made that half a track into a playable version. So we were playing and I played the track. And Frank was like, whoa, what's this? I was like, dude, this is us, like, a couple of months back. You remember? I was like, oh, well, fuck. And then he was like, okay, let's... What, what, Fra Frank asked you what it was. Frank asked me what it was while I was playing it. Because it went off. It went. I think it was uh, Grills Gone Wild yeah. on the first, uh, that track. Played that one. I made kind of a playable version, just quickly the night before we had the gig and he didn't know that so i just played it and he's like dude what's this I'm like dude it was this that, that's the second thing we did like it was like oh fuck and then slowly we start talking about it. he's like yeah you know what i'll do a label do a sub label we do, we'll do three releases and if nothing happens or whatever we just the three releases that we like yeah and and then all of a sudden it just it kind of popped off it was really it got picked up by i think trust was the first one playing it in uh i think a rinse fm podcast 
and like also actually grabbing the mic and like announcing, hey, this is Ghost Machine, pay attention, blah, blah, blah. And I think with the third release, I think where Tank Station was on, that was the track that really got the attention and how we eventually wound it up at uh, Perk Tracks. And so we've got some, we actually got some images from your artwork from the Perk releases, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, so this is the first one that's the first one yeah that was and the, you actually designed this one too yeah yeah right i didn't i didn't mention this before but you are actually a quite a established designer as well yeah so that's like i said this was all that that's always been the thing i think in my final year when i was graduating from the academy here that was the first year i also played thunderdome so to me it was like oh, well, fuck what am i gonna you know like yeah it, but up till up yeah up until a certain point it was always graphics was always be going to be the thing yeah and then so you had that one and then you had the second one which was the this one exactly and yeah you uh... did the album after that it didn't include that one but uh, last year we did the album so to me that was insane because it was so full circle that the thing that got me into because the the Anthem Snake Eyes is a perk tracks release yeah and that being one of the things that kind of lit that spark again and, and a couple of years later actually being on the label was insane to me. Same as being on Third Movement, by the way. Yeah. Because the files were like a big inspiration for me to start taking, yeah, take making hardcore a bit more seriously again. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden ending up on Third Movement was insane. It was like... So from first uh, enzyme, then third movement, it was like, hey, this assume, is so so, yeah. so full circle. And then perk, it's like completed it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what was what was would you say was one of your um, proudest releases as Ghost in the Machine? Um, that again is a full circle thing. I think the remix we did for uh, for uh, PCP Mark Party Pain, the yeah. Rave Creator, uh, a new mind. Because that was one of the tracks that when I heard that in a... That was around the time where like a lot of hardcore was like a lot of mid-range, like distortion kick drums. But that track like punched just just as hard, but there was no... It didn't have an overly distorted kick drum. And being able... Yeah, and then later, years after being able to remix that... Yeah. Uh, was amazing to, to me. Like, Sure. Should we play it? Yeah. Let's Let's enjoy it. <laughs> this is uh, Rave Creator, A New Mind, Ghost in the Machine Remix. Enjoy.
Yeah, man. You really did that. Yeah, that's like really. But that's the thing, also. What we really wanted to do with this remix, we didn't want it to go like all crazy. We just really wanted to honor the original. I just give it, yeah, give it more like a Ghost to the Machine approach in terms of like tempo and, and overall vibe, but still keep the original kind of intact or yeah, honor it at least. For sure. And uh, yeah, it was so much fun working on this. You did, you nailed it. You really did it justice. Congratulations, Th man. Thanks. Yeah, for me also, like, Mark has been a huge inspiration when it comes to... Like, the, <laughs> what, the whole of everything? When it, comes to, when it comes to what not. <laughs> I mean, you know, being able to even touch that or be, be a part of that. Uh, that whole legacy, being able to remix it. Also, when I heard it was going to be the first, like, re-release of the original... And like that whole package thing, it's like, oh, fuck, man, I just, I just need to be a part of that. Awesome. Because that awesome. track, and now also, like, with well, for me also, the one who really played this track a lot was Steve, like Dark Raver. And he plays this, he played this track already like two or three times during his live streams that he did. And to me, that is so full circle, hearing him play that and say like, hey, I like this. Like, oh, fuck, dude, I know this track because of you. And now you playing my, you playing my remix. It's like, <laughs> so fucking full circle. Awesome. Awesome. And so, yeah, I guess that brings us kind of up to date, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. One thing we didn't talk about yet is uh, your graphic design stuff. So, uh, I don't, I'm not sure how many people know this. I'm going to throw some light on you here, Nils, because, like, people know you for music as Mind Industries or as Ghost in the Machine, but they don't know that you're, like, the person behind some of these famous logos that we see not that one that's <laughs> <laughs> i'm also behind that by the way that's all yeah uh, oh no not that my one. parents are behind that like, by the way like this like it's it's it, you're self-fulfilling here right uh and the prospect like, logo yeah i'm coming to it bro yeah so Nils <laughs> is doing all of the prospect work too the prospect radio this is also prospect radio like this is really clean design work bro come on and the obviously Thanks, the new prospect logo which is a an adaptation of a logo which come on man that's that was a hard job the pressure dude, dude. <laughs> what happened like how did that conversation go like gareth come to you and say hey bro you know this logo that we've got that everybody fucking loves we need you to change it <laughs> yeah exactly that's kind of how it went like he was he, he wanted to give it a try like like hey you know give it a try i was like sure i really want to do it like first of all i mean it's a, it's a huge challenge which i like both in music in music and in design but yeah. it's uh it, that that was a. Uh, that was a big one like something that because not not only is it like a super established thing already the logo is also something that i love that i support uh you know there's there's a lot of yeah there, there's pressure from all kinds of angles there i like how you've combined 2d and 3d elements here yes yeah, it was it's not it, it has it, yeah it has a 3d hint yeah. but it's not really you know but and i really wanted to also, again, like basically, like with the new Might remix, I kind of still honor the original. It still has something, so I took the negative space that make that makes up the P, yeah, and tried to flip it in a bit where it still has a relation to the old logo. How nervous were you to see how this would be received? Oh, I already knew it's going to be a shitstorm with a lot of it. <laughs> I've been, dude, like six, five years of art school and making 
like industrial noise shit really prepared me for this moment. Like really, <laughs> like I, it's not going to be for everybody. And it's, it's, you have to really know that, you know, people are passionate, especially within the hardcore, I have to say, it's just so such a, dedicated, such a dedicated crowd. And they're so dedicated to what they, you know, they, they fucking love what they love. So yeah. fucking with that, even if it's, uh, if it's, if the job is given to you by the label itself, it, you know, for sure, it's, it's, it's always a hard job and not everyone's going to like it. So yeah. everyone is always, especially in, in, when it comes to music, people are super attached to what they like. Yeah. And sure. apparently also to the visual side of it. Well, we, we, somebody's already called it in the chat, but we can't talk about the prospect logo without talking about one of the, probably one of the most famous logos in the scene, which not many people know that you were behind. And it's the Hong Kong violence logo. Ken yeah. has really like made this a brand on kind of on the back of this design a lot because it's a fucking good design. Uh, the logo that launched a thousand t-shirts yeah the, yep. yeah the sweatshop man logo. seeing that everywhere yeah. while you it's, were playing it's like is so fun it's the sweat room logo now i think, <laughs> I think that's what they're calling it right it's yeah you think he's starting <laughs> he's starting an army he's taking over yeah so uh what was the brief on this one that was pretty that was years ago i don't remember the exact briefing but it was like yeah we want to try redesigning the logo i want to take take hong kong finance more seriously push it forward like like yeah kin knows about branding you know and you really wanted to nail that so he basically asked me do you want to give it a try and that's uh the briefing wasn't really that much you know like a revolutionary like hey, well, I need, I, it was just yeah you want to give it a try i want to i'm taking this hong kong finance thing super serious and i want to push it forward the previous and, logo uh, to this was very, uh, was very um, graffiti. Yeah, let's say it was, and it was, it wasn't branding. You know, it wasn't. You look at it and you go, "This is that," and this is like, "This is that," and yeah, another fucking good job. To be fair, thanks, man. Yeah, it's so much fun. What, especially walking around at parties and seeing everyone wear that, you know, and seeing it appear on like skateboards and stuff, and and it's just crazy. It's it's fun, and he's been really pushing it like really awesome in a really awesome way. I bet you wish you charge more for the logo now. <laughs> hey, that's always a story, man. I mean, it's a uh, no, but I love it. No, it's actually for me, and that's the thing I miss now. I think the most with with the music things, it's actually if you can make something, someone. It, it, first in first place yourself but someone else happy with something that you love doing you know yeah. and helping someone out with something that you love doing that's really awesome also. Greg we can hear you on Cubase by the way <laughs> <laughs> I'm muted can't it's not me <laughs> it was I'm leaking. muted uh, alright well that kind of rounds up everything it wasn't the most extensive interview shall we say but at least we got a nice insight into you your background where you've been what you're doing etc yeah so, um yeah what's next what's coming have you got any news about releases that are about to drop or what, what's happening now uh we're, we're working really hard this we just did a we did a remix for daryl that's has been released recently um scalamira did a remix for us uh that's been released i think last week 
um, and we're we ourselves are working on a lot of stuff, but there's no things I can tell you in terms of when things are going to be released or where. Okay. Well, but we have some new stuff coming up for sure. All right, cool. Well, I see the numbers dropping in the chat because we've just been sat here talking. Don't worry, guys. There's hardcore coming. We're going to go into the what's hot section right now. But Nils, thank you for coming on the show and thank you for uh, opening your. Hey, thanks for the invite, man. So it's uh, yeah, it's um, it's been really great talking to just like-minded people talking about music. We just hang, uh, we don't we get to see each other here. every weekend anymore yeah, and talk shit. about it. And, and, and the borders are going to be open soon. I'm going to be knocking on your door. <laughs> oh, you better. You fucking better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Thank you, Nils. Um, yeah, you're very welcome. Chef's kiss. Um, so let's move on from that. We're going to go into the what's hot section. What's hot? What's hot? And we can, but we're going to start the what's hot section with Ghost in the Machine Zero. Uh, how do you say this name? Scalameria. Scalameria Remix. You ready? Enjoy, guys, and don't forget to share the stream now more than ever because numbers are dipping. <laughs> Is Scalameria a skin condition?
Yeah, man. Fucking good remakes. Yeah, really yeah, it's good. A, yeah, it's insane. It's an insane way to approach the tracks. I really love the fact that he took it. Yeah, but that's we expected that. That's why we were really uh, interested about. Yeah, interested about what he would do with it. But it's awesome. Awesome. I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna go straight in with another track. I'm going straight in with the brand new tripped dance with me. Let's. Uh, pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yo, big up Francis. Nothing but love. This is uh. Always love for Francis. Always. Nice nineties vibes as well. Yeah, yeah. man. For sure. I can get this. Yeah, here we go. Yo, this is uh, out now on uh, Madback. I'm not sure if there's still uh, vinyls available. Yeah, there is. So head over to um, the Madback Bandcamp and you can grab this. You can get it as a digital there for five euros, four tracks. All of them are good. It's a really good acid track on there as well. Um, or you can get the vinyl record or whatever. Just, yeah. Francis is worth supporting, man. Legit dude. 
doing like non-conformist shit on the regular big up francis love you bro right next track we're gonna go in on a big one prospect 250 celsius what Celsius yeah, is back. Yes, he is. Super curious. That Y4, the, the, the original of this one, was such a big thing for yeah, me. It was right, it. right on. Someone it was right on my tempo. You know, like yeah. exactly. That was exactly what I wanted. Like the break stuff and the and that's also the thing that really got me into the new techno stuff. The fact that you could go offbeat and then go Someone on beat again. In and the like, chat. Was it on an epileptic? 
Yeah, that was yeah. epileptic for sure. Yeah, yeah, epileptic yeah. twenty. I don't know. Exactly how they hear it. Yeah. Twenty, twenty, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Pert says he's just ordered the record. That's what it's about. Support your shit. Yeah, there's a bang boy banging uh, KOTM remix on there too. Um, someone's written: Is there a dog barking in the track? Yes, there is. Go and buy it. Support the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so what the, do it for the dogs man <laughs> dspca okay right where are my dogs at i can't believe there's still 40 people watching us fucking being drunk okay dude so, everyone's locked down what else do they have to do <laughs> yeah fuck. okay i'm gonna keep moving we've got next one this is a little bit of a sideways dip. This is a uh, Gav Hislop uh, block data exas on on resistance. Oh, let's go. Big up, Gav. Gav, big up Gav, blog data, big up the On Resistance crew. Uh, also, big up George for the fucking artwork, man. Look at that. Flat. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's all George. Gore-Tec, that. People in the chat calling, uh, coup influence, yeah. Yeah, really good. Nice, m nailed the metallic sound. You can get that on vinyl, 
um, whatever, whatever you want, really. There's also t-shirts and fucking all kinds of shit going down over there. Slip mats, chopsticks. Fucking walks. Yeah, enjoy that. Nice one, Gav. Keep going, man. Fucking beast in it. Good shit. Uh, need to stop that. Next up, we have got... This is the only reason that Doc Maxi is still hanging out in the chat. Though, so... Mr. Maxi! Yo! So, uh, the DJ producer and the Doc Maxi, the coalition... Oh, shit. Back! That's Yeah, that's been a while, man. Yeah, boy. They, they, uh, they sent some tracks over to Tech Hitch for, for some feedback, and... The response was, "Yo, is this signed?" <laughs> oh, that, that's nice. the best. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Uh, the DJ producer and Doc Doc Maxi, aka the Coalition OGs from the Southwest, the Wondering. The OG OGs. Yeah, OG OGs. Right. Love you, Maxi. See you a bit.
Yo, sick, sick. Awesome uh, stuff. Yeah. Real good. Uh, to address James Buffaland in the chat saying bit too distorted. Yeah, that was actually my fault. Um, I was ramming this fader on the mixer when that one should have been up because I drank too many shots. So sorry about that. Um, but this is out now on Tech Itch. Um, sick release. Loads of cool people on it. You can get the CD. You can get the T-shirt. Fucking high def shit. That's fucking awesome that they uh, managed to get that. Uh, yeah, and they're so Tech old Itch, as well. Yeah, you know? for sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris is, Chris is like 90 or something. He is. Every time I see him at Live Evil, it's like, bro, you're still alive. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, Chris. Keep going. Uh, well, Super awesome. Think about no, really. it on the, on the positive side. At least he got his vaccines first, right? <laughs> true, true <that>. fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> love you chris awesome release and you luke good shit man yeah props chris yeah thanks for just just putting it out just keep going keep going right now after that dare i say quite subtle drum and bass offering we've got the new satan on other side Hold on to your fucking earphones. Is it melodic and relaxing? Is it fuck? <laughs> it's a power lounge. Power lounge. Yeah. Power lounge, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of 90s trip hop, it's Satan. <laughs> 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 exactly. Speaking of soothing. Yeah. Speaking of soothing, rub this across your testicles. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> take a quick pee. I'll be right back. Thank <laughs> you. 
So yeah, no mistake in the, the Satan sound there. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know how you've fallen asleep, Greg. Jesus, it's gone. It's gone twenty-four o'clock here in Europe, man. Twenty-four o'clock. Yeah. Well, sorry about the internet problem. Um, so this is our yeah, in... Joe. <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely my problem. My <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. You bet yeah. you're sorry. You bet you're sorry about your problem. <laughs> Right, well, we've still got 40 people. I always imagine, uh, this is a side note, but I always imagine no matter, no matter how small the listener count goes, I always imagine all of those people stood there listening in like a huddle. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and that's no. the thing. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> you imagine YouTube viewers standing yeah. together in a huddle. You shouldn't. You shouldn't drink the bong water, Joe. I didn't drink the bong water. <laughs> no, I just imagine those as a collective unit and like, yeah. There's still people fucking listening. See what I mean? It's I mean, just speaking Dude, of all we want to do with music is connect. Whether it be, that's something I learned exactly. during this whole pandemic thing. Just meeting one-on-one with someone who cares as much about yeah, the shit as you be... do gets you fueled up as exactly. much as, almost as much as the whole crowd does sharing it with them and exactly. connecting with them. So. Exactly. So still have 40 people watching us do this now is, for me, it's like, wow, fucking awesome. That was my point before you cunts tried to destroy me you didn't even try you kind of did took care of that yourself you, just did, you oh. did that yourself yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all you man do it to yourself okay. so dude. anyway yeah take some credit yeah so satan <laughs> the satan releases out on other side next week <laughs> next week on other side uh big ups maxim and uh, big ups dennis too love you guys thanks for uh thanks for giving and big love Next. The uh, YouTube chats are actually huddling up for you now, Joe. Oh, really? Oh, huddle up, huddle up. <laughs> okay, huddle. next up, I'm going to play some Invitral. Invitral, we say? Yes, Invitral, because he is the king of the underground. <laughs> is he really? <laughs> what do we oh, say, actually?
breaking all the laws, we ain't fucking with police Dropping bombs on the haters and everybody involved Ain't no competition, ain't worried about it at all I'm thinking So there it is. Well, well, thoughts, feedback. Well, he's the, obviously the king of the underground. Well, yes, for, for me, still like all props to Stefan. He's doing what he likes, and uh, definitely he's kicking. He's kicking fucking ass, man. He changed the fucking game. Yeah, totally. I no, that's. That. I mean, you know, if if that he like that was what he was set for, and he fucking did it. And I, I like to see anyone try it and think, like, yeah, I'm going to do that and just fucking do it. Totally. Yeah. It, a lot he, of, uh, he definitely stepped into uh, he stepped into a room of of people that weren't on his level and said, "Yo, what's up?" and kind of took took what he had with him. He's fucking awesome at what he does, but unfortunately, the uh, the industrial scene kind of has a bad taste in their mouth because well you know that's what i said earlier about about the crowd's dedication uh, and and what what they love about the the prospect design they really want to stick to what they love you yeah, know yeah. and once you, you yeah he wasn't really allowed to 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 take take it to uh, take another course or whatever and uh, the amount of hate he got was to me was this like he doesn't owe you shit yeah. I, I mean honestly right like he's just one of he wants to do music and he he chose a certain path and he did it and he fucking kicked ass. Now it's not 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 a lot of people trying to sound like him. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and he's cool. getting he's he got so much shit. He's one of the only people I actually normally I don't really like respond to stuff, but I actually like incidentally responded to some of the comments that he got. Like, dude, he come on, you know, give the guy yeah, a fucking it's, break. It's not fair. Like we covered this. That's the thing. It's not fucking show. fair. It's not fair. Like. You have to understand that not everybody's the same. Not everybody's got the same culture. Not everybody's got the same background. Not everybody's got the same desires. Everybody kind of uh, projects themselves onto the artist that they like. And then they go, oh, why didn't you do that thing that I like? And it's like, bro, 
He's doing whatever the fuck he wants. Just yeah, I like his old it. stuff. Cool, play that more. Yeah, just problem solved. Yeah, play that. Just let the yeah. guy fucking just just let the guy be. You know, just play the old stuff more. Exactly. It's the thing with like, yeah, why don't you make a track like that? It, yeah, I already did because I already did that. It's exactly. It's like <laughs> when, I'm trying to do when, something else. When Dolphin's releasing Synthwave, everyone's going to be hating on him. But just play the old tracks, right? Yeah, no, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but that's the thing, like, and, and it's, it's, these are weird times, you know, like back in the day when you like Michael Jackson or you like Madonna, you couldn't go to her Twitter page and say, hey, fuck you and your dad. And just directly, <laughs> you know, it's a weird time. You know, they, they, these people were like <laughs> mystical <laughs> and kind of enigmatic. And, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you can't, it's, yeah. it, they, they had something like Especially every time you heard about him, you heard from him. dad was quite a hard guy. As well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He actually deserved that comment. Uh, yeah. No, but you, 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 you get what I mean, right? Now yeah, you can yeah, go yeah. to like Jay-Z's or Beyonce's face and say, hey, by the way, fuck you. Yeah, I can't hate on any <laughs> of these guys. People, people setting these guys on fire like... Uh, like uh, uh, Stefan and Vitral and Dida, etc. But yo, just these guys just do what the fuck they want. Like you don't own them; they're not part of. Just because you you're passionate about what they do, they're not yours, right? This is exactly not, that's the thing. Own them. That's exactly the go, thing. They go like, and do what the fuck they want. You go and do what the fuck you want, and that's it. Fucking get out yeah. of your life. And they're kicking ass. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of stuff. There's there's also a lot of approaches to music that I don't like. If I hear, for instance, like I, I saw this interview with like, for instance, like an, just a name from an Afrojack or whatever. And all he talks about during the interview is like, yeah, the market, the market and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And if that's the way he wants to play, he does it. It's not at all my approach. It's the complete opposite of my approach. But if, if that's the way he plays it, he's doing it the best way he fucking can because he's killing it. You know what I mean? Like, so I can't say anything bad about that really? apart from that's not my thing. That's not my approach. Someone's, that's not how I want to do stuff. Someone's yeah. Okay, that, cool. So I'll, then it's up to me to do something different. Someone say in the chat. There was, this, um, oh, sorry. There was this great quote from uh, Adam Horowitz, Abrock, and the Beastie Boys. Um, and, you know, someone said, uh, I think someone said to me, you know, aren't, aren't you a hypocrite for doing what you're doing now compared to, you know, you grew up on this kind of like punk rock thing and, you know, you became this playing megastar. He says, aren't you, aren't you a hypocrite? And Adrock said, I'd rather be a hypocrite than be the same person forever. Yes, exactly. mate. Yeah. Yes, mate. I've always got good quotes for me. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a great, it's, it's, it's a, but it's true, you know, you kind of, you, you grow, you change, you develop and stuff like that, you know, and, and kind of, it's what you should do as a human being. I Progress think. and look for, yeah, exactly. Just and be different. Just like it's that, like they made anything, something out of nothing. It's like anything and, in your life, like, you, you're entitled to change, right? Someone's written in the chat here, uh, James Bufflin. I mean, I get what you're getting at, but still... It's not like you're not allowed to be disappointed to the sound of the artist that you you're totally uh, entitled to your opinion, but don't care, dude. Sorry for the burp. Yeah, but you don't own them. They're, yeah, but they're, first they're, of all, they're, like, they're, of course, first of all, I'm, I'm, I've also been like, disappointed about an artist, but I don't go to their Facebook t yeah, Facebook page and fucking curse them out the for first, it. The key thing here is the key word is artist, right? That means you do what the fuck you want, and if people like it, then great. And if they don't, also great. But you're expressing what you want to do. That's it. Yeah, everyone's entitled to their opinion, and if you feel that way, that's how you feel. Sure, but.
but just to curse the guy out and like take every time, every time he posts something, put something, just, just the whole negative thing yeah. of bashing him. There's no use in that. Be disappointed. Sure. Listen to the other stuff. Move on to other stuff. That's all you. But yeah. he has nothing to do or he or whichever person has nothing to do with that. He doesn't have to take blame for it. Yeah. Right. I'm going to switch it off. Let's, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll absorb some of these comments in the chat and we'll answer yeah. some of them in the q and I'm going to switch it up again. I'm going to... Synth I'm going to wave. Go, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go and play some uh, <laughs> end user now. So. Oh, awesome. Curious. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a synth wave. <laughs> right. <laughs> AK Industry Crash Report end user remix coming out soon on Necrologic. Lynn being Lynn, I guess. Yeah, I loved it. But also sounding kind of different, but really cool, interesting. Yeah, he's up to his kick game a bit, I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Focuses more on kicks now than than on breaks with this one. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I love the, like, the emotion and the music. I like the fact that so. the, the yeah. kick is not like the modern day hardcore kick where it dominates the no, whole thing. Fully in front, yeah. yeah. It just sits in there and you get the emotion, you get the feeling, you get all of the snares. It's like it's like all the all the chopped up breaks with it, like a really emotion like really deep affixing yeah, track. Yeah. You listen through all of that and it's yeah. just a, it's like yeah. the only person that I can ever compare Lin to is Mike. Like, like yeah, with techno, same, yeah. Yeah, they they sharing needles, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I'm gonna pee, by the way. So right you go girl. Yeah, right, like, without moving. <laughs> no, yeah, I, you're peeing, like right now. I'm peeing right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Look me in the eyes and say it. Look me in the eyes, Joe. <laughs> this segment is sponsored I by Depend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I don't. I don't want to go to pee before the last track. No, I don't want to play the last track until after I've peed. So, guys, answer a question from the chat. Yeah? Can I leave you Let in charge? See. Can I leave you humans in charge? No, but we'll try. No, no <laughs> promises there. Oh, Nils, actually, so, Nils, someone yeah. actually asked in the uh, track, um, are you going to be doing any more Mind Industries releases? Yes. Uh, in terms of when and where, I, I, I don't know. But yes, I have some, uh, Yuri has some stuff, I have some stuff, we just need to kind of put it together and see how and where but there, there's no giving up on that side and i i can't i just can't leave it alone for some reason yeah. it's just that the focus has been on the whole ghost machine thing because it was yeah unexpectedly being picked up and like what the fuck's happening so it got, yeah, i got really got sucked into that yeah. what are you listening to at the moment what's 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 tickling your fancy at the moment Let's see, at the moment, what I'm listening to is uh, and mostly like a lot of hip-hop, mostly around this house. Uh, yeah. Love the old LP stuff, stuff like Fantastic Damage. MF and Doom uh, RIP. Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck, man. man. Yeah, that was insane. But no, no, mostly like, yeah, like I said, LP stuff. I sl yeah. I'll sleep when you're dead. Uh, uh, the, the Fantastic Damage stuff. Uh, some of the Run of Jewels stuff. Uh, yeah, of course, the JID I think is really awesome. Like a uh, young kid, but some of his beats are really cool. Nice. Um, I think yeah, Jay Cole does some of his beats. I think yeah, amazing. Lots of hip hop actually. Yeah, yeah. This uh, latest like ASAP Rock stuff. Fucking love ASAP Rock. Not ASAP yeah. Rocky, but ASAP Rock. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, uh, yeah. ASAP Rocky. Like every now and then, like a track here and there with ASAP Rocks fucking amazing he's like yeah. a yeah, yeah, like yeah, lyrically yeah. but also his productions the, the way he produces is so it's so fun yeah it's yeah, so yeah. unique also i love it when in like a field of for instance like thing like hip-hop or you the people that's so broad and so determined already and so established that you could still do something that's like uncomparable yeah yeah do you, listen to, like, do, you, do you listen to any of the kind of more modern stuff like the mumble rap shit and some of it, but mostly because of the beats, because it's so dark and trippy. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they've been yeah. taking different kinds of drugs, man. It's all psychedelics now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but really, it changed the music. It's crazy, it's, it's crazy how much hip hop's changed over the last 20, 30 years or whatever. It is. You know, the kind of, um, and as, just it being music, I just, a lot of the stuff I don't just listen to like as hip hop. Like a lot of people complain, yeah, that's not hip hop. Sure, but just listen to it. Mm. You don't have to label it instantly. What is it? Whatever. But for some reason, I like it. 
For some yeah. reason, it appeals to me or it triggers yeah, me or yeah. whatever. It's mostly the beats, like the whole low end stuff. That's like the whole 808 low end stuff. Yeah, I just can't get sick of it. Those guys have just they've, they've nailed that kind of like that 808 sound and that trap, that yeah. kind of trap sound now and stuff. It's just, and in a way, I mean, it's guess it's it's a lot like hardcore. Then you can see the kind of how much it changed. The purists going, this isn't hardcore anymore. You know what I mean? The same up tempo shit or whatever it isn't. But also vibe wise, like some of the like the more darker trippy, like the mumble rap stuff, it's almost like PCP stuff. Like compared to yeah, yeah, compared yeah, yeah. to him, it's, it's, it's like that dark experimental. Slow. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like you, you and you also hear like some tracks are just like happy accident, but you just fucking leave it. I mean, there's one of the JID tracks that has like a piano that's like stretched, and you clearly hear the whole warping thing in Ableton, but you just left it. Yeah, and it has because you hear that it, it has kind of kind of a loose feel. Like they just yeah. put it together. Yeah, fuck it, this sounds fun, right? Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I kind of, yeah, I like that. I just like music, man, and also yeah, making music, just, like the whole yeah. process of it. And now focusing, doing some some hip hop beat stuff, and, and it's going all over the place. It's just, it, it's interesting, man. Still, yeah. always a student. Yeah, yeah, always yeah. dissecting stuff. Even if I don't like it, I want to know why I don't. Exactly. Like it. Yeah, that's and that's really important, isn't it? It's like what what is it about this music that's kind of making me go, oh, I don't. Yeah. I, What's I, so I, offensive? I why am I yeah, so exactly. offended? Yeah, why am I go. so offended by this shit? Yeah. 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 Anyway, Joe, welcome back. Hi. I'm hey. Back. <laughs> i went to the toilet and i got i got how was it tell us about told it on the way there that i was really drunk so stop drinking nope so, <laughs> sorry sorry i mean yeah so i'm gonna play the last track this is iridium i hate myself we know iridium. you do joe we <laughs> We're talking about isn't, isn't iridium something you take when you've got diarrhea? It's like a, one of those. <laughs> that's a modium. A modium, that's it. <laughs> yeah, almost. I know what you're taking with oh, that. Yeah, I cannot, We're doing a modium. I cannot unhear that. Get time some, Prince. Like masculine, don't you take that when you have a cold? Oh, yeah, right. No, exactly. This is iridium. These, this is the the guys that run Prototype Records. These guys. Again, back. what's with the back? These Sponsored guys, by Prototype Records. These guys are <laughs> yeah. super, How much are they offering you, Super Joe? talented guys, actually. The Iridium guys, especially. And they have a, a whole staple of uh, artists that are working with them and that they're mentoring. And, uh, yeah. Yo, check this out, man. Fuck it. Fuck it. Enjoy. Ready? Do it! 
Yo, big up Lucas and the uh, Prototypes crew. And Iridium. You didn't say you were playing jazz tonight? Uh, yeah, mate. That good, that track's <laughs> written about his ex-girlfriend, bro. Do you do the vocals as well? Nah, the, a friend of his did the vocals, yeah. So nice. they do, uh, they do like a live act where they have a guitar on stage, live drum machine, etc. These guys are the real deal, man. That's fucking dope. This release, yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. um, as a remix, uh, sorry, a collab with the Satan on it. Let me just uh, bring this up. So we can see, it. I can't type properly because I'm drunk. Iridium. I just realised I didn't ask any of the questions that were in the chat. Me and Nils just had a chat about hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll answer them later. I'm actually just looking through we're some of the to, questions. We're going to go to the Q&A anyway in a second. Right, so, oh, cool. yo, this is Iridium. They run prototypes, and they've uh, they've got like a 100 or something fucking releases already, and they're, they're wow. actively mentoring uh, people and bringing people up through the ranks. These guys are legit, and, and their heart's in the right place for the scene. This this particular release, uh, the on this um, this is insane release, fucking solid man. Honestly, good work guys. These guys are, are making moves and they're legit. They're really are they based? legit. Legit. Pardon? Where are they based? One is French. One is German. And uh, they run the label prototypes. Uh, sorry. Yeah, they run the label prototypes with uh, Nanagazaki, which is Matt Verdi, who does the graphic design, who we've had on here a couple of times. Also an amazing artist. These guys are making moves, man, and it's fucking awesome. Super impressive. Nice. Look, there's Big up Imodium. Big up the Imodium. Big up. Big, 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 big up. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for that. Okay, so we move now into... The questions and answers section. So we take questions now from the chat. It's a bit later than normal because we had 30 minutes of disruption. However, any questions about anything, anything now to me, Nils and Greg. Uh, I'm going to scroll up while the 30 minute, 30 second latency catches up with the chat. Um, uh, oh, someone wanted to know about how how about some an old an old school hip hop stream with Frank Nils. We might get into some doing some different types of music. I know about old school hip. I really want to do some. I really want to play some hip hop. So now that I have everything installed here, I might just do one myself. I just yeah, I, I like talking about music. So like I've been recently like kind of rediscovering all my records since I'm just yeah fucking around the studio and kind of recording sets and stuff so yeah i might get around to in, in which way shape or form i don't know but i might get around to just playing some some old school hip-hop stuff or stuff that inspired me or stuff that i love you can get away with there's a lot on the, on the prospect app you can do what the fuck you that want there or not exactly so i'm thinking about like maybe doing something like that uh because yeah it, 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 it's always fun talking about music and there's, there's just a lot to dig in or dig through all right i've got some so, questions interestingly now. Impossible question. Someone asked, "What's the what's the one vinyl in your collection that you resonate with the Ooh, most?" Fuck. That's a so that's it's such a it's impossible. <laughs> I have like not even that much. I have like think I have fifteen hundred or 
something like that here. But Jesus, what's the one I resonate with the most? Um, let's see. Wh which one am I really proud? There's always been <laughs> you a couple of old... get it. No, no, no. I'm just looking through. Like I'm basically looking through what I just played, and if there's a couple of tracks that really like keep, keep. keep Every everyone, sorry to talk over you. Antones is saying, Joe, out of ten, how do you feel? Drunk out of ten, and then Mono Drucker is saying, Joe, how much will Joe pay to avoid tomorrow's hangover? I don't have work tomorrow, so whatever, I don't care. Uh, and which record is it, Nils? I think probably an old PCP record. I think uh, the Signs of '96 records is still that's uh, Overland and Sea. I think one of the yeah, old. I love movies. that track, man. That 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 one is still what one is it, that has 20 BPM or something, 128, yeah. something like that. Yeah, Overland something like that. I fucking love that tune. Yeah, that it's 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 for sure. It's probably our Cardi Payne thing that I still resonate with the most. Even though I didn't necessarily name him in my influence, he's super big when it comes to influences. But there's yeah. so many that I just couldn't pick one. But I think when it comes to records, it's probably one of those. It's either that or uh, I think uh, Body Snatchers, Impaled or something. Also a mover track. Super slow, but every time I hear it, I just, it never gets old. Yeah. So it's probably one of those, one of the PCP releases. Um, Richard Questwell is asking, gear-wise, what are you monitoring with? You mean ears. Uh, headphones or speakers? <laughs> My ears. <laughs> Headphones, the Sennheiser, I think it's, it's the HD 25 or something like that. No, I it's think it means generally, not like right now. Um, so more disease, mate. Yeah, wipe oh, them nice. on, Greg. Show us how fucking big they look. They're <laughs> huge. You may as well strap a rig to your head. <laughs> <laughs> no, monitoring, I don't use a lot of headphones. For me, it's a, I have the Adam A7Xs here. And uh, I really enjoy, still really enjoy them. You can't see them, but there they are. It's also yeah. A7X, right? Or not? That's the A7. Oh, right, the A7s, yeah. Yeah, I've got the Sub 8 down here as well. Oh, nice. <laughs> I have the Sub, but I still have the old uh, KRK Sub, the V12 here, uh, under here. Uh, yeah, there's a K yeah, there's a KRK 10 over there as well, under the yeah. X. Nice. We've got four subs in this house, five subs in this house. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> this is criminal yeah someone says are those the lcdx yeah, they are oh, indeed yeah yeah um what incredible is... incredible headphones you can you can literally like you close your eyes and you can like it, it, it's, i can't tell you how good they are close your eyes in jazz hands that's how good so, they are it, it, it's like having 4k tv but for your ears you could like All the right. detail you can hear like if you li listen to nils from track you can hear his foot pressing on the pedal all right you, yeah. you hear stuff that you just you've never heard before and it, it's there you just can't hear it. you just don't have the the um the level of detail to hear these tiny sounds and stuff like that Oh, awesome. Incredible. And Chris, the transients, because the way that they, it's got these, I'm yapping on now, but it's got this kind of planar technology and they push the sound into your ear so you can hear transients. It feels like they're pushing into your ear. So it's oh, crazy. crazy. Never heard anything like it on any other headphone. They're not necessarily the best monitoring headphones. A lot of people are talking about these, um, the new Stephen Slate VSX headphones. Dom and Roland was going crazy about them. Uh, oh, I they're, yeah, they're really cheap. Like, I'm, well, yeah, really cheap, but like 400 euros. All right. Hi yeah. to Ronnie, you, by the way. How's your pussy, Joe? Hola. 
Uh, question for Greg, which release came first from you on vinyl? Was it Screwface or was it the one on high octane with Dare? I think it was the Screwface one. I think they were, I think they were both about 96, 97, 96. Yeah. I think there was, I think we were pretty close to each other, but yeah, somewhere in there. I can't see the questions cause my cat, what cartridges would you recommend for a turntable? That's for you, Nils. Ooh. Autophons, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I still have autophone, but I yeah, must say I'm not really uh, an expert on that whole thing. Yeah, Needles I'm and still cartridges using and stuff. I'm not like Yeah, autophones, and they work fine for me, but it's not like I'm like, like actively looking for the best yeah, thing. Same. It's music they plays, work. it works. Yeah, yeah like it works. It. They stay on even if I do some cutting or some... It, it, it works. I'm not an audiophile like that. If it plays, it plays. Yeah, I just want shit to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my main thing. Uh, and uh, but yeah, it's of course like some. Yeah, I'm I'm more focused on other stuff, not especially cartridges. But yeah, Artifon. That's what that's what's on here. Nils, what's your favorite uh, distortion or saturation plugins? Says oh, Bufferfield. Uh The saturation plugins. I like the, the the. It depends on what you use it for. I think. Yeah. But I think for like acid lines, the the. Fuzz Plus is really fun. Mm -hmm. It instantly works. There's the what else is there? There's the Saturn, Saturn. The Fab Filter. Yeah, yeah. that's trash, really great. All that stuff, trash, all that stuff. That's good. Uh, there and there's a certain there's a plugin in um, Reactor. I think it's the Benan Electric. It's called. It's the yeah, 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 yeah. The, the crunchiness out of that thing. I don't have. I haven't found any similar thing that works like that. So it, uh, it's used in uh, one of the Ghost of Machine tracks, the um, uh, form of steam on the last, the latest album, breaking the whole break, the crackling and the breaks. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all that distortion plugin. Wow, that's such an old plugin as well. It's it? super like old. Reactor but, two or three or something that came out. Yeah, with, I think. Super but old. I still haven't found something similar that does that crackly. That really, they, it really destroys it. So yeah. it's it's uh, for some. It's just really fun to work with sometimes. Yeah. Someone wrote in the uh, in the community, um, Adam um, Mankevecki said, where do you gain your musical knowledge? Did you study at school or take a course or was it just trial just and listen, error? Just listen, don't you? You just listen to music all day, yeah. every day, all the time for the whole of your life. And working with other people, working with other producers gets you... Yeah, get you there too. For me, that's been that like works Frank for has everything, been, not just yeah. for producing. Like for me, I have to work with other people just for the energy to do anything. Yeah, that's yeah, the just, most just fun. We're talking about minded this. people and even yeah. unlike minded people, you know, to kind of to, to challenge your beliefs and make you understand why make you, do you the think things about you do. things differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah and sure. also enjoying like in terms of that's just making music together is fun. And then like the next step, basically, like having like playing music abroad and, and, and getting somewhere with your music, it's so fun to be able to share that experience also. Yeah. I've been working together with someone because it's so hard to explain to anyone else how that feels. Yeah. Being able to do what we do. Uh, someone, uh, so, yeah. Someone asking in the chat about headphones, uh, do you recommend the 770s? I just got these, actually. And they're fucking dope. Love them. So yeah, I do recommend. You might want the open backs. That's the eight eighties or the nine nineties. The nine nineties. I have the nine nineties over here. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the point is with with monitoring, don't rely on one single source. Yeah. That's the thing. Have have 
decent monitors, have decent headphones and stuff, but don't just rely on one thing to be the single truth for everything because it just won't work. Yeah. You know, exactly. it's like I, I spend, I used to spend every day like bouncing a track down. I'd listen to it on my Odysseys, I'd listen to my Adams, but then the, the trick would be to put it on my shit headphones on the way to work on my yeah. phone. And then how does because that sound? How does it sound? Yeah. 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 And you're making you want- notes on your phone about what it sounds like, right? Yeah, you, well, you want you want to you want stuff to be able to translate well. So you yeah, because most of the people don't have a sub have, don't have a sub eight and shit in their in their room. They listen to it on but that, either. But that's like, your target audience. That's what they're going to be exactly. listening to yeah. it on, right? Yeah, but listen to listen to it on shit. Listen to it on good stuff and find something that works across everything. Yeah, legit. Uh, someone's saying, when is the next party at Keel Uni? Probably never since we got fucking raided there, but we are. Oh, yeah, that. I was there. Affidium <laughs> <laughs> was there as well, wasn't he? And all yeah. the police turned up, and it was like yeah. fucking people just getting so dragged off, thrown that's into police not gonna happen, wagons. We are doing a night in Manchester. It's scheduled in June at the moment, and it is going to get moved. So, um, yeah, watch this space. Uh, any more questions in here? What about a Dolphin and Nils collab? Someone says. Why? Why the hell? I don't see why not. Yeah, man. You only live like whatever thirty miles away or something. Thirty kilometers. Yeah, like a 20, 20, 20, 25 minute ride. So why? I'm saying why the hell not? Yeah, I cycled to, to I cycled to Delft at the weekend. If I can cycle to Delft, I can get to playing Den Haag. You're like oh, a proper sure. Dutch person now. I'm so Dutch. Man, you wouldn't believe it, right? There's no fucking hills at all, right? So I cycled to Delft, and I was like, I'm having a fucking great time. It's like, looking at all the houses. It's all going really well, going really quick. I was like, this is fucking piss. On the way back, I didn't realize, but the wind was behind me the whole way on the way there. <laughs> on the way back, there's no fucking hills, so the whole country is like flat as a pancake. Wind is just coming straight towards me. There's nothing stopping. I felt like I was cycling backwards, man. It took me yeah, two hours right. to get home, and I had to take a break. There's like there's no wind protection whatsoever in the whole no. country. Absolutely not. <laughs> a fucking English guy. It's fucking sound. It's easy. What this cycling shit's easy. And they like, <laughs> there's no fucking hills. <laughs> um, when making music, do you get inspired by the audio samples you come across from TV series, etc., to make a track? Or do you first make a track and then add some voice samples just to fill it up? Usually, it's the first. It's the first. It rarely happens when it's the last one. When you use a vocal to fill it up, usually I get I get inspired by having either it could be a, it could be anything really. Like it, it could be a sound, it could be a lyric or something that inspires me or gives me a certain mood to want to work or gives me an idea for it, like a theme for a track or. Where everybody usually starts out like that way and building something around it instead of having already already having something and trying to implement things you found later. That happens less. It has happened, but it happens less. Greg? Yeah. <laughs> What's up? How you What's up? So interesting. <laughs> this 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 thing I'm working on at the moment, it because it's like a kind of uh, like film soundtracky thing. There's no vocals. There's no vocal, so I can't use anything like that to kind of where you would have a little hook that you. It's directed in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. So you you've got to think of it in a different way, and it's kind of it's it's an interesting challenge taking out the idea of like I can't I can't use this or I can't use that. 
yeah, the things that you would yeah. almost rely on to be to be like, okay, I need this like vocal to go rah rah rah, kick yeah. drums. I use that because that works. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. not yeah, not, not allowing yourself. So it's, it's to been do an that. interesting challenge taking away the things that you tend to rely on for yeah. for drops or whatever, and, and and think of it that way. So yeah, I don't know what the question was, but that's my answer. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> wow <laughs> that'll do that'll do um if your music would get chosen for a movie what director would you like to have for this movie Oof, greg um <laughs> pass yeah <laughs> yeah nowadays, take a zero thank you yeah i'm thinking about it now, I mean, nowadays it'd be done, uh, Danny Villeneuve, wouldn't it? Like Blade Runner and Arrival and all that amazing stuff. And yeah, he'd, he'd, be, he'd be my my director of choice in that. But old school, you know, 19, 1980s Ridley Scott, I'd have some of that. Um, going but going back sixties, early seventies, Jodorowsky and playing what's his name, uh, Andrei Tarkovsky, all those those crazy playing guys. Yeah. I would yeah. probably say Aronofsky as well. Yeah, Aronofsky, yeah, for sure. Yeah, early 2000s Aronofsky. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's have, uh, I'm picking my year as well. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Robert has rejoined Imo. Um, what is your day job, Nils? Um, mostly yeah, graphic design, doing designs. That's 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 the day job. Plus taking yeah, taking care of business around the house and, and taking care of uh, of my son. So usually my week yeah, my job used to be in the weekends, of course, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting that back, please. And, please, and uh, please, anybody, please. anybody, yeah. anybody <laughs> anyone, I don't know. Listening? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, please, yes, <laughs> being nice now. Uh, no, but but yeah, mostly uh, it's uh, uh, designs. Yeah, that's we're gonna, it. We're gonna do ten more minutes of questions, and we're gonna we're gonna finish. James uh, James Buffland called out the Safety Brothers. To be fair, on the uh, film directors and, and the film the, directors. Yeah, I would. Yeah, they are they are definitely real real good guys at the moment. Um, the last couple of movies have been fantastic. Um, did you see what was the last one? Um, what's his name? The Jewels. All that shit. Come on, Jules. No, the brain. Oh, what's his name? My brain is. I'm too drunk to remember all this. Anyway, someone's going to say it in the chat. But yeah, and used what, both movies. One of tricks point never um, as a soundtrack. <laughs> and your mum. <laughs> um, Richard Cresswell anyway. is asking: Do any of you offer masterclasses or paid ways we can learn? I did one you? a month ago, dude. You missed it. Uncut um, Gems. Thank you, you. thank you, James Buffalin. The, the movie was Uncut that, Gems. That was a good film. Um, that was a great film. Um, Rich Cresswell. That was really good. I sent you a link uh, two weeks ago to the Dolphin Masterclass on Heresy. Yep, you can still buy it. I get paid. Yolo. Woo. <laughs> uh, more questions. We got nine more minutes of questions. Hey, cat. Hey, pussy cat. What's up, pussy cat? Oh, <laughs> What's up? No. That's a good question. Whoa, whoa. It's always a good question. <laughs> what is up, pussy cat? What's your favorite movie? Said Mister Cresswell, the man with all the questions. Ooh, question well. Richard, that's... question well. 
That's tough. It's, a, it's like I say, what's your favorite song? You know, it's just, yeah. yeah. There's a couple of movies that, yeah, Wrecking for a Dream I thought was fucking brilliant. I yeah. was going to uh, say, Wrecking. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou is, it yeah. makes me feel really good. I don't know why I can't. Uh, Donnie Darko, I fucking I love. I was going to say Donnie yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I just got Blade, whole, Blade Runner uh, in there. I've got a weird one. Yeah. I'm going to call uh, Hayden. Pul- Hayden is one of my yeah. favorites. I'm calling Paul Exactly. Office Space. I love Office Space. Fucking uh, Office Space is still so fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, that it keeps cracking what the, up. What was the What was the other movie? Um, Idiocracy. The, yeah, I watched that. Watched yeah. that not longer, man. Mike it's Judge is basically movie. a fucking hero. Beavis yeah. and Butthead. Doing Beavis and Butthead. Idiocracy. Um, what is it? Uh, Office Space. Yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. If you haven't seen Idiocracy, go watch it. It's it's stupid and dumb and fantastic and wonderful and pretty fucking real these days <laughs> yeah yeah it's beginning it's to feel more and more like real life isn't it? it's not very far off yeah here's a good question greg that sample you dropped in the waltzer is from a night where you dropped a five minute monologue about the rings of saturn was there a reason for this or were you just stoned out of your mind <laughs> uh the reason for it was that I was stoned out my mind. So the answer is both. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah. Why did I play that track? I, I, I just really fancied it. I think because um, I wanted to drop the music right down and take it back up again. And I wanted something that would break or up the kind was of like playing the, like really fast before you and you wanted to. I, I, yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, it was, it was yeah. like I wanted to kind of break up the kind of rave and just take it right back down. That was a regular thing in the UK. Up. We always had to play after people where we had to play a long intro, like take the fucking suck out of the vacuum to make it our own. Because if you come yeah. in with this straight to the beat. It's a reset, isn't it? You just, yeah, you just, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's why. Okay, someone's saying Pulp Fiction is overrated. Dude, shut up. Oh, it's Shit, and your mum's overrated. It's all about <laughs> Jackie Brown. Come on. Are you trolling me there, bro? What? Oh, Brazil by Terry Gilliam. That's a good yeah. shout. Yeah. Good film. It was a Steam set. Yes, John. Look at Tessin. Oh, this is some good films coming up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now. I was just about to say, like, there's some good. good. Make a list. Yeah, along that same line, just. Be- yeah, undeniably brilliant movies. Yeah, there was some really good French stuff around that time, Delicatessen and uh, like the, uh, was it Jean-Pierre Jeunet and Mark Caro? Those guys were doing some crazy stuff, weren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Children of Men, there's a good film. Kind I of distilled that one. It's, uh, you've not seen Children of Men? It's yeah, a right. fairly recent-ish, it's not an old French one. Yeah, I saw it come by. I'm going to write it down. So I, would, yeah. I would definitely recommend it. You want a dystopian Doomcore film? That's, that's <laughs> Doom a good one. Doomcore film. Wow. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I noted. Duly noted. Uh, five minutes. Uh, two more questions, I reckon. There isn't any more questions. People are just like writing their favorite films. Like, <laughs> THX1138. Who says that? That's a, that's a proper nerdy film school thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> mm. THX eleven thirty eight. But it's it's nice to know that these kind of nerds are still tuned in. <laughs> I like that. It makes me yeah. feel good. Love you. Yeah, I'm big, one of you. Big up, big up the nerds. Yeah, exactly. One yeah. of us. Nerd force. One of us. <laughs> I watched. Oh, they Eternal live Sunshine. Long Someone oh, called awesome. Eternal Sunshine. I'm yeah. in. I'm in on that. Yeah. <laughs> this turned into a film thread. <laughs> <laughs> Just shout out your favourite films. <laughs> yeah. 
Right, we're gonna take. All right, basically, bad taste and meet the feebles and stuff. Like yeah, that really, I was just <laughs> totally into that. So it's not the most, it's not my favorite thing, but I fucking love that shit. So Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson is like is like Stefan in vitro, isn't he? He is. You know, <laughs> yeah. Kind of started started off with some really crazy dark yeah, shit. He told and me the is. next thing you know, he's doing King Kong and playing Lord of the Rings and shit. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's like we've got up tempo King Kong going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I fucking think... peep hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, hobbits. <laughs> 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 oh right, I think I think that's the end of this show. I'm gonna call <laughs> it. Yeah, uh, everyone's just calling out films. Yo, you want to call out some things? Uh, First of all, thank you, Nels, for coming on the show. Very welcome, man. I had a great time. Anytime. Yeah, uh, we, great to hang out, man. Yeah, we love you, bro. And uh, it was Likewise, nice to get dudes. an insight into what you do. And it's nice to welcome you into this chaos because this is when the show gets gets good now in the last last 30 minutes. This is the, the real <laughs> show. This is usually the time where the night gets good, right? Around yeah, one, yeah, that's yeah. when the night gets good. That's when we start. So uh, thanks for coming on, uh, Greg. Anytime, man. Always thanks for co-hosting with me. Um, thanks for the Oblivion team. <clears throat> I still hold on. I still want to know how the how my cue base came through when I was muted. How did you how did you bust me, Blaine? Like, no idea. But it I, was, I don't understand. I, I, was mu- I was definitely muted and like doing some granular shit on reactor and like fucking next thing I know, okay. I'm busted. You know what? Play. You need to play the keyboard for. I've switched it all off now. It's all oh, done. It's all gone. Oh, you promised. Sorry. All right. So anyway, thanks, Greg, again for being my co-host. Pleasure. Uh, thanks to all of the background Greatest team. Greatest co-host ever. The best. The best. Uh, thanks the to best. all the the the, uh, the Oblivion uh, core team. Uh, shout to Cam, shout to uh, Robert, shout to uh, Walter, shout to Dean, shout to uh, Francis, shout, shout out all the Oblivion crew for backing what we do. Uh, shout to all the fucking people that are still in the chat right now, you weirdos. Thank and you. their moms. Yeah, you're the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love you're, you all. Yo, this this last thirty four people, they're the real fucking people, you know. That's they're, where it's at, man. They're the legit people. They ain't leaving until someone says something yeah. really bad, right? Thanks, thanks a lot. Uh, thanks to all of the artists and the crews that sent us music for the show. Thanks to all of the people in the, in the new blood for coming to us for feedback, even if sometimes it's a bit rough. Thanks, thanks for supporting this. This will be nothing without all of you people. Yeah. This is keep all- on keeping on. Yeah, keep on keeping it on, man. We just need the, we need new energy and new that that that, that shit keeps the scene going. Exactly. I mean, keep no, at it, please. No matter how rough sometimes it might sound, just take it and go with it. That we ain't here to just uh, knock you off your bike. You know, we're trying to keep you pushing along. So thank you all. Um, I don't know who else to thank here right now, but this one, this this show is just an accumulation of other people inputting things into it and us commenting on it. Let's be honest. So, thank you all for doing what you. Amen, do. brother. Yeah, respect <laughs> to you all. Um, we're gonna close the show on. Play something freaky and weird and wonderful. Yeah, we're gonna do that. 
we need to take a uh, end of show picture so I can have it for a thumbnail. So awesome. Stop. <laughs> Yo, uh, thanks for everyone in the chat. Love you all. We're going to end on something different. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye, guys. See you later.
Oh, 